93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I have not had this happen to me yet, but if it's only a matter of time because my daughter, well, she's getting to the age maybe where she wouldn't do something like this. But as a parent uh, and in this day and age from time to time to occupy your children if you're I don't know, out and you're shopping or something like that or doing something that they're completely disinterested in, they might play with your phone, your 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 smartphone. Do you hand it over? Yeah. Do, do you have a lockout feature on anything? Or is it is no. if you were to hand the phone over, would your would uh, they the kids have complete access to yeah, whatever they'd you have? have complete access. But at this age, I guess, uh, you know, they they. My my daughter is six, so yeah. she's old enough to know then then to go right. stay away from she, daddy's pictures. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but there she just plays. I've got a few games on there that are that I've downloaded for right, they that, that all kids love the game. can play. Yeah, yeah. and that's so what that's, they look to do. That's right, what they want. Yeah. yeah, but kids that are really young, they just want to push buttons yep. and make things happen. So an Oregon man is planning to hang on to a purchase that his one year old daughter bought on eBay. It was a car. What? <gasps> No, she really? Put a car on it was a, it a used was, car. It was a, kind of a junker. It was two hundred and twenty-five dollars. Awesome. So that's why he's hanging on to oh, it. Oh, that's funny. As kind of a joke, I guess. Give it to her on her graduation from uh, high school. Paul Stout's daughter was playing with his phone when she bought a nineteen sixty-two Austin <laughs> Healey Sprite. Uh, Stout found out when he received an email about the purchase, and he's been uh, looking for fixer-upper cars for potential projects. So maybe he had this. As a uh, an object he was interested in, filed oh, under there, and she quick, just went ahead and bought it. Quick question, because on, I have Amazon Prime. All I have to do is is log in, and and then one, one button, button right? can buy anything. Mm-hmm. I assume this is a similar situation on eBay, maybe because uh, you know she she didn't enter enter in PayPal information. Yeah, yeah. No, I have the eBay app too, and yeah. it's 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 pretty easy. Once you put your information in there, you just you know you can just purchase something, right. Just but, like Amazon. But kids can run up charges on your phone without knowing about it. Chuck, who's not here this week, I wish he was, one of his kids <laughs> his was, was purchasing what he thought was virtual currency. Yeah. Nothing no. real that it didn't, but it cost real money. Yes. And she like ran up all kinds of cash. It was like coins it, in a purchases. game. It's, yeah. it's like Xbox currency. You remember yes. that? You'd be like, yeah. kids, yeah. kids, they were having an issue because kids were purchasing it. Oh, it's just... Right. It's virtual money. Well, no, you pay real money for it. Yeah, if you're buying th- things through the app store, you know, whether it be yeah. a gamer. I, I know for, for my phone, um, you have to put in a passcode, and then that passcode. Every time? No. Okay. That passcode lasts for like 15 minutes, and oh. then if you don't purchase anything within that 15-minute span, so pretty then mu- it resets, and then you have yeah, to enter Yeah, pretty much the, and yeah. every, every time, Nick. Like, you, you do have to enter the passcode. And it's, it's yes. through your iTunes account, right? Yes. It's yeah. Through your app? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, anytime yeah. you add anything, it just gets charged directly to the iTunes account, yes. right. especially if you have an iPhone, obviously. But you know what I, I found on my phone, and I think you can just activate it. I can't I can't remember if... Uh, remember I, my password? No, I can't remember if I, I downloaded anything or not, but you, you hit that center button on the iPhone yeah. three times and it wait i have to open something up and it basically will, will you can't touch the screen then so like i hand it to the baby and he can watch a video and he can't turn the video off so oh, you, okay you, so it's, even if it's he a presses, screen lockout it's a screen lockout even if he presses any buttons it's it won't go anywhere i Do have it. to take it Do hit, it hit the center button again three times enter the code and then it it opens okay. the phone back oh, wow. up. all right so I don't here, have let me that. show you Steve. well I wish I would have had that, but I mean, the smartphones haven't been around long okay. enough for. See, uh, it's uh, it's called guided access, and then you just hit start. 
and then you wouldn't be able to to get off of that. But I'm betting there are some okay. people listening right now that have had their kids run up some ridiculous charges by accident. Two one five two six three WMMR. I agree because person. You just know most. I see, I see it happen all the time. I see it with my friends, my, the neighbors. They just hand the phone. Yeah, that's they, what you do. Yeah. I, I when when I started doing that with my children, I was amazed with what they could accidentally find or end up on. You know, on my phone or, or well. Here's something funny. It wasn't on a phone, but uh, at my parents' house around Christmas time, and this was years ago, uh, when I think only my oldest niece was the one. She she was the only one who knew how to read. Right. My kid had the remote control somehow got to the last stages of ordering a pornographic film oh on demand. God. And it was something, I, I remember something, something lesbians. And I said, Haley, don't read the screen. And she's like, too bad, I already read it. Like, So wait a second. Uh, but an on-demand, to purchase porn, a friend tells me, yeah. uh, to purchase porn on um, on demand, you just simply... There's no code unless no. unless you put There's in no parental code. codes. Yeah. We don't. We don't have kids. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, so, so my kid just hit a series of buttons that ended up like you know on demand. You know, movies, yeah. oh, yeah. adults, and then like ended up on you know just kept hitting every right button to get and you know there's so like there ten just, grandchildren there. Right. You know? One one clip away from watching a lesbian movie. Uh, Case my DVR is filled with recorded. Shows. Porn. No, no, not porn, but just shows because he likes to play with the remote and like you know wow. I, he's doing all kinds of things on the TV because you, you know, can lock just, out the remote though from him, can't you? I don't know. I haven't tried. <laughs> yes, I just can. let him record whatever he wants. Let me go to a couple of calls here. I have uh, Kate on the phone. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Hey guys, sorry to bother you at work. It's okay. What's happening, Kate? Um, so a couple of years ago, before I had the pass protection on my iTunes, my son was two years old at the time, and he loves. Three Days Grace. He loves a good life, and he sees the little icon. I had the, you know, the icons up on the computer screen. He right. sees the icon. He starts hitting the buttons on the computer. I'm like, he's doing. He's like, good life, good life. I look over. He's in the iTunes store, mm-hmm. and he was purchasing the album. He bought it 17 times. He oh. bought the album 17 <laughs> times? Yes, and I already own the album, so I contacted iTunes, and I'm like, my three-year-old inadvertently just purchased this 17 times. I don't want it. I already own it. I already bought it from you guys. And they were really cool. They gave us credit, and then they told me how to uh, set up the password protection. Yeah, they're, they're, here's the thing. And honestly, I, I understand parents probably have a difficult time because it's, they don't think to go check for password protections. When you do buy an album, though, if you go to buy it again on iTunes, they'll it'll say you've yeah. already purchased this album. Are you sure yeah. you want to purchase it again? But if you're a kid, you just not, go right yeah. through that yeah. step uh-huh. and, and buy it again. Yes, yeah, I do. Read that. If you have an old phone that has been disconnected, and and, and uh, can you just give the kid that phone and have them play with? Can yes, they, yeah. can they still play with the games that way? Yes. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. my son loves Angry Birds, and and actually lately, Casey, we've been playing you with in words with friends. Nice. Uh, which is why. Oh, I'm, so that's why I'm winning all the time. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah, okay. my six year old stepping up, but um. Um, uh, but I have an old phone. I haven't gotten rid of my old phone, so well, I, I he wouldn't be able, that. I don't think he'd be able to play uh, Words with Friends because that's corresponding back and forth. Oh, right? okay. no, he's playing that on your on your current phone, right? So I can't play games where you have to connect on an old. You phone. could if you if you have an old phone and like my my old iPhone I use as an iPod. Right. Basically. Okay. That's what so, I was going to so ask. So I, 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 it has no phone capability, but if I'm on a Wi-Fi signal, I could log on and. And play other it's, it's like a glorified iPod oh. Touch at that point, right? Yeah, it's, yeah basically. In okay. fact, it's exactly what it is. Uh, let me go to Andy. Hi, Andy. How you doing? Doing fine. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, keep in touch. <laughs> uh, so, first of all, you guys rock. Thank hey. you. Appreciate it. What's up, Andy? Uh, uh, so, a uh, friend of mine, uh, his mother, a uh, six-year-old, 
get, you know, same situation gives the kid, kid, you know, kids make her crazy, gives the phone, kid finds some uh, virtual zoo uh, application. Oh, boy. He's playing that, has no idea that it's in an in-app purchase, and he feeds the, the animals like $1,200 worth of oh. virtual food. So and, so he's in a game, oh and he's it's a virtual uh, zoo, you said? Virtual, yeah, it's a virtual zoo, and you, you can feed the animals. Okay, so he was basically purchasing points, and but have but actually spending real money. He's spending real money. So every time he wanted to refill his <laughs> food bucket or whatever it was, it was some kind of purchase. And what and did it top? Money. What did it top out at, Andy? About twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Oh and that, my gosh! And that money's gone. <laughs> And that money's gone, right? Well, you know, I got to give a little props because uh, she she ended up calling Apple and explaining the situation, and they ended up crediting the, her the, the phone. God, now, they must get amazing. calls all the time. Preston, they do, <laughs> and that's why they respond this way because it's it's. Uh, I was reading an article about it. It's become so commonplace when you see one at one period of time where someone spends you know fifteen hundred dollars on raspberries yeah, for a right. game mm-hmm. something seems to be up you know let me go to dave next hi dave good morning good morning you guys rock hey, dave. Hey, what's up? so we were teaching my daughter our home phone number and we're from springfield so the area code's five four three she ended up buying an 18 foot boat for five hundred and forty three thousand dollars <laughs> An 18-foot boat for oh, half a million dollars? That's kind of pricey for an 18-footer, Dave. It, it, was, it was nice. It came with a trailer, too. So, you know. <laughs> On what site, a Dave? A half a million dollar 18-foot boat. Was it gold-plated? Uh. It, it, it was nice. It was on eBay. And if you've ever tried to contact eBay, yeah. they don't have phone numbers. They're yeah, trying yeah. to explain to this guy that I'm not spending a half a million dollars on an 18-foot boat. He probably <laughs> thought he hit the lottery. Oh, my God. I was only asking five grand. This guy wants exactly. to pay me half a million. Dave, that is an issue. I've heard with um, – it used to actually be an issue with Amazon. To get in touch with the customer service representatives was impossible. They oh, changed yeah. it. And that because it, you, the purchase has been made, you can't talk to a human. And that was what you were encountering, Correct. Oh yeah, you cannot talk to any human. I'm like, I, at one point, I'm like, just close the freaking account. It's, it's a, it's an eBay account. I don't care. Just close it. <laughs> hey, Dave, I assume your daughter had somehow or another entered that amount, five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like a, a buy it now button with, <laughs> with half a million dollars right, yeah. for an eighteen foot boat. That's funny. So, Dave, how did you end up resolving that? Uh, took uh, at least a week. Finally, they they uh, the seller agreed that it was a ridiculous bid and uh, dropped the name. Good. But eBay wouldn't do it. Half wow. a million dollars. I mean, even he. Yes. In fact, eBay will step up and they'll, they'll not allow certain things to. You'll you'll have stories about it, Preston. He yeah. won't allow certain things to be sold. Wow. It, it, that's that's hilarious. Dave, how, how old was she when this happened? She's about four. Okay. And how old is she now? She's uh, almost eight. Okay. So, so does she understand? Have you told her the story? <laughs> she still wants the boat. Right. Still wants, I mean, right, it's, thanks, a, it's half a million dollar boat. He's got that nice trailer. <laughs> wow. That's man. an awesome story. I love that. Uh, let's go next to Bill. Hey, Bill, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing great. What's up, my man? Good. Well, so, uh, hey, my, my nephew, he's eight years old. Uh, 
was playing with my sister-in-law's iPad. He was playing some game like uh, two calls ago where they were playing. He had to feed his dragon. <laughs> so one day we're out eating dinner, and my sister-in-law goes to pay for the uh, for the for the dinner, and her credit card's denied. Right. So oh. we're like, "What's going on?" So we check it up, and he spent over two thousand dollars feeding his dragon. <laughs> oh my god, dude, dude, that you hear story because I know with with my wife, she she's playing all these games like Candy Crush, and she plays. All these things, in, like when she was into Farmville and um, those games, where you can go buy produce and stuff like that or whatever, yeah. it'll run up a tab. To a kid, that would just seem like, oh, points. Points. Yeah. 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 They have oh, no concept. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the kicker is, is she couldn't get her money back because she, un- well, stupidly in my mind. She fed the dragon. Gave her, gave, gave her son the password because she got tired of entering it for him whenever yeah. he was trying to buy stuff no you, yeah no you can't do that because there's no. they're, they're they're less likely to go along like uh, itunes will obviously will respond but if you if it's it's like when someone has your credit card information or password or pin number yeah it makes yeah. getting stuff back so much more difficult yeah mm-hmm. you know my my daughter so. she's pretty smart and uh, she plays this game called uh jetpack joyride it's a good game press i think you would enjoy it you too steve okay not you two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But uh, but whenever like you can buy things within the game, but as you're playing the game, you get credits on the game. So so every time she wants to go buy something like a new jetpack or or new gear or whatever, she comes and asks me if she can buy it. But it doesn't actually cost money. It just costs coins that you collect in the game. Yeah. Well, they all have little things like that. Yeah. You know, I, I've got a text here. It says, I don't understand why you would hand a three or $500 phone to a kid. It's oh. kind of hard to explain. Yeah. I mean, have just... a kid. Have a kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Have, have one. As and long then... as you have a protective case on it. Because you're, you're not, you're thinking about the physical, uh, you know, uh, this this piece of equipment. It should be okay. I'm sitting right there. No, she's not going to throw it against the wall or anything like that, but what you aren't paying close attention to are the buttons that they're pushing on there. From what I gather, from what you guys say, you, you would hand a heroin needle to the kid if it would calm him down. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, five yeah, minutes yeah. of quiet yeah. when you're sitting yeah, yeah. at a dinner table and you're like, he asks again to play Angry Birds, you're like, okay. Besides, you know, try not to do it every time, but... It, you know, it's a it's a distraction. It's only two hundred dollars uh, with a two year plan. Exactly. So, um, the other day, I was uh, sitting on the the living room couch, and my two daughters were with me. I was on my phone. My one daughter was on uh, my wife's iPad. My other daughter was on my iPad, and my son was just downstairs playing. And he comes upstairs and he sees us all playing on stuff, and like you know how he gets. He's like, yeah. uh, I, I was like, he gets like you. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't open his mouth. He no. speaks. He mumbles. Yeah. I was like, yeah. well, dude, you were downstairs, man. I'm sorry that you came up and finally joined the party. Why but- are you playing without electronics? <laughs> uh, let me go to MJ. MJ. Oh, hi. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's happening, MJ? Oh, not much. I have a great story because I actually didn't give your um, intern all the details. Give them to um, us. We were in Yellowstone National Park, mm-hmm. and my son was buying coins for an application that he had. Mm-hmm. And I went, I went to pay for, I don't know, I guess dinner, and my credit card got rejected. So I checked the balance in my bank account. Hey, MJ, before, thought, before you continue, like, how, how old? How old? Oh, he was nine. Okay. He was nine. So he's in a decent so, realm. Old enough to know better. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, well, I think it was more my fault. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, in Yellowstone, you get no phone service. Mm-hmm. So we had to find, like, Signal Mountain to go up to, like, the one cell phone tower in the entire park to call iTunes to ask them to please reverse the charges. And they were so sweet. They were very accommodating. What, what was the tally? 
um, I he bought he bought the same application over and over. I think he bought the same application five times. Okay, and that was like sixty dollars each time. And then he just kept buying whoa, coins. Whoa, whoa. What the, what he was app? buying a sixty dollar app? No, what like app a twelve dollar sixty app. bucks. <laughs> all the charges, and they let him keep the applications, or at least me, because they're on my phone. Do you remember what the application was? Now I can't remember because I'm old. Well, no, here's the deal. Listen, if if you buy like a navigation application or something like that, you might be up in the, in the $60, $70, $80 range. Yeah. Most apps or games are $1.99, $2.99. 99 Right, yeah, yeah. and some are, some are free. So, yeah. But isn't the idea of going to Yellowstone National Park to get away from right? No. And enjoy right. one of the natural wonders of you the You want to climb <laughs> Cell Phone Mountain, Preston. Right. Yeah. You got to get the uh, Old Faithful app. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. I guess it's I- like Dennis Miller has a great bit about uh, a father and a son playing a video game about a father and son playing catch. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. I guess when you, when you are assigning a card to your iTunes account, you might want to do a credit card and not a debit card. Uh, I know sometimes people want to do their debit card because they don't want to have credit. Mm, but you don't ever want that number to get compromised. That's your cash. That's your cash. That's your liquid money. You can't right. get that back. But a credit card, you can uh, you can finagle. And you can have know. protection, too. Yeah, you know. yeah. I don't exactly. even know which card we use. I have no idea. <laughs> it's better that way. Yeah. Doesn't your wife just give you baseball cards <laughs> yeah. and tell you their credit cards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty simple. Yeah. Only use these in an emergency, honey. Uh, let me go to Carol. Hey, Carol, good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. I love you, Carol. Thank you. What's up? Well, we were, I wasn't there. My family was at a carriage auction for antique carriages, and this was several years ago. My five-year-old saw a carriage that he thought I should have. So when they started bidding on it, he stood up and shouted out $5,000, and we now own the carriage. Wait, 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 wait. How old? He was five. And and the auctioneer actually took his bid? Well, the thing was, is he was sitting with my father-in-law, who's very well-known at the auction, and my husband, who's also well-known. Yeah. So I guess they just assumed they were letting him bid. Well, here's, but here's, <laughs> here's what you know, yes. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. He He's misspoke. Five. He's five. I'm sure you understand. Oh, no, you have to purchase the $5,000 carriage. Well, we actually did. It was a nice carriage, so. All right. So you guys, <laughs> you must be... Not hurting for cash, then I guess. But yeah, he was. Uh, we we still don't let him forget that to this day. I can imagine. At this yeah. point, you can let him forget it. Right. <laughs> well, see, she's yeah. She said her father and her husband are well known at the auction at so. the antique carriage auction house. Yeah, yeah. So I would imagine that's a. We just assumed you were purchasing another carriage. Yeah. I'll tell you, I I um did start playing Candy Crush, Steve, and and they got what, just a... right now. No, no, yesterday. No. I, it's actually it's been really difficult for me to not pick up my game. I, I will be playing probably about five minutes or so. Okay, but no, um, you won't. I'm not going to let you <laughs> off air. Okay, off air, I'll play. You uh, play commercial perhaps. breaks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We stopped working uh, when, <laughs> yeah. uh, when we're off air. I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Why you? <laughs> why won't you let me play my games during Honest the show? God. I, I, turn God? Around, I turn around and you're playing craps when we're in commercials. No, I don't. Sometimes you do. No, 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 no. Not but like anyway, the game is you should free. Have, you should have Bill figure this out. I know. I wonder which way he'll come down. The uh, the game is free, <laughs> but it's so addicting that uh, you play and you can, if you can't get past the board, they only let you have like four or five lives. And once you use those, you have to like wait. 20 minutes to be able to play again or for 99 You can cents. purchase. They all have it. What was, oh. what was the picture? Draw for you? Oh, draw something? Draw something? Yeah. Um, the, yeah. They Even they, they always, the p- 
crappy part about those games, and this is what also entices the kids. Second or third time you start it up, something pops up. Hey, upgrade, yeah, annoying. upgrade for this, upgrade. You know, and and the, the and they've iTunes was called on it, and that's why they're so amenable when it comes to taking a charge off. Yeah, that the the um. Information about paying was a little veiled. Right. And that's how these kids were getting into uh, this sort of stuff. So you, you have very little restraint when it comes to that, huh? I'm, I'm getting better. I'm, I'm going to say, you're, you're a full-grown adult, Case. Have you played this Candy Crush, Preston? No. It is it is a huge... Right. They're saying that right now... I'm getting the it game, right now. The game generates $688,000 a day for the creators. Does it really? Yes. Well, I gave them like five bucks yesterday. 688 yeah. They're calling it... They're saying that it is a, uh, it is a more technical... Um, Angry Birds. Is it? That, okay. that, as far as addictive what you, level. Nah. What are you paying for again? All right, so the, the game is actually free. And then if you're you're playing the game and you can't get past this one level and you try like five times, uh, it locks you out, right? And it doesn't allow you to play again for like 20 minutes. And, you know, and like you're like, man, I need to, I need to get back. <laughs> I need so uh, that so, is really sad. Uh huh. So for ninety nine cents, you can it's buy like, like, it's like my wife. It's like that is ridiculous. Claire sits there, and I see in the reflection in her reading glasses uh-huh. the the different colored <laughs> things, and she's there. And sometimes she forgets because we have a you know a wirelessly going through the sound system. Okay. So I'm here. It's it's just what, and then she'll. That's why. This is why she never talks about me playing video games anymore. Uh-huh. Right, right. She doesn't have a leg to stand on. I am sorry. Uh-huh. You've got nothing to say. No, no Casey. But see, the difference is, I, I play that craps game on yeah. uh, apps on my phone. I went to Valley Forge Casino yesterday and won four hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Can I borrow I'm not some? Paying for it. <laughs> I'm getting money back from it. I right. just want to borrow some so I can so buy Candy Crush Lives. A little more practical. <laughs> so you can buy Candy Crush Lives. Lives, or so I can buy a lollipop hammer in case I need it, that hammer. Casey. He's borrowing money for us for Candy Crush. You going to try playing it, Candy? Yeah, I'm downloading it. It's very addictive. Let me go to Vince. Hi, Vince. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, real fast. I got a, I got a little bug for that Candy Crush game that can get you free lives. <laughs> it's only five hundred dollars. How do you do it, Vince? Uh, real fast. You go into uh, you go into your general settings and you change your date yep. to the next day, and then you go back into Candy Crush, and those five lives show up. And then you go back and you change your date to whatever your standard date is, and you get those five lives. Case, just F with the dates. Yeah. And then jump yeah. into the future, grab your five lives, and he says, and then just Thanks. reset it to the current date, and you got five additional lives. Oh, my lives. God, you're brilliant. We need to now that he said this on the air, uh, dump that so uh, so the Candy Crush people don't find out about that. No, no. Uh, by the way, somebody had texted and said you can just set it three hours ahead. Just three oh, hours. Instead of okay. a full day, if you want to do that, and, and there you go. So we've already lost Casey. We're about to lose Kathy. So <laughs> Thank God us, we Nick. still have porn, right, Preston? <laughs> yeah, thank God. Yeah. Dropping like flies. Yeah. Join us, Nick. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Come you to the dark phone. side. Join us, Nick. Yeah, right. Join us. Michael. <laughs> Nicholas. Wait a second. Nicholas. 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 Join us, Nicholas. Nicholas. Nicholas, 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 Nicholas. Nicholas. Thou shalt not kill. Yeah. Look at your little boy. It's Candy Crush. Do you have the music? Yeah. <laughs> Look at your little boy. It's become Candy Crush. Nicholas, 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 Nicholas. Oh, my God. 
Hang on, hang on. Only Star can help you. All right, so I have a graphic in here, and those are like little red jelly beans. Don't they look like cocktail wieners? I have a real problem with that. I think you should talk to Obama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree, Case. (laughs) They look like cocktail wieners. Uh, actually, they look like jelly beans. They're they play, yeah. with, play with your candy friends and get free sweets. Yeah, let oh. me get in here. Let me go to Pam. Hi, Pam. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's you up, Pam? Thank you, Pam. What's up? I, I can tell you a way for Candy Crush Saga that you don't have to go in and change anything. No time, date, nothing like that. Ooh. You I... go in to, uh, as long as you're connected through Facebook... If you are connected through Facebook, Facebook saves all of your information, all of your data. So you can go into manage applications on your phone. You can only do it on your cell phone. Go into Candy Crush Saga and hit clear data, and it will clear everything out. Then you go back into Candy Crush and hook it back up through Facebook, and Facebook has saved all of your levels, but you have five new levels Well, Pam, now at this point in time, can't the NSA just reset it for you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, my son used to call you guys a lot. He's naval intelligence. His okay, Riley, perfect. So. Yes, just have him do it. Have yeah. him reset. Yeah. Have him he reset might. the nation's candy crush stats. There you go. Thank you. Pam. You know what? You, that way, you can play forever and ever. All right, All right I'm connecting you. to Facebook. Let now. me. Oh, since you guys also, you guys are words with friends, people. Do you find that? If, do you play through the Facebook component? Um, I'm on Facebook, but I don't. I don't necessarily think I play. Claire through also that. plays that yeah. a lot, and will play you a lot. Uh, and a lot of times they uh, it it, uh, it gets stuck. It won't it won't load in properly on Facebook. And there's uh, it takes uh, uh, you know all the people that you're playing with for all that to pop up. It, it sometimes it, it won't come up for hours. Since they, I've, I'm sorry. this game looks from its face, it looks like a uh, the reason I'm not interested is it looks like a slot machine, and I hate slot machines. Wait, yeah. It also I... looks like a game called um, yeah. is it Bejeweled? Somebody texted in about that. Yeah. Yeah, that they said uh, they made a comment about Bejeweled. It's, we're getting so many texts, it's ridiculous. That I, so I, I don't know what exactly they had to say. Yeah, well, but I, you by know, the way, somebody wanted to correct and say that I didn't win money at Valley Forge Casino yesterday. Mr. Devereaux did. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Devereaux. Right. Thank you. Oh, we've got to set that up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, right. Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. What were you saying? Uh, but the, they're, all of the, they're all of the similar type, right? Aren't they sort of a things fall things down? Things fall down. Right. And, you know, but Candy Crush has... has Different Cocktail games wieners. within the games, like uh, there are these jellies that you gotta like clear all the jellies, and then they have timed boards. Kathy salivating, and then they have well, these no, other boards where they have like acorns and cherries that need to fall to the. Well, okay. I, I play fruit salad, which is just like be, bejeweled and. and I all watch of those. toss salad. Press it on the site. There we that go. That was yeah. different, yeah, right, different, right, right. completely different. different. Uh, but that's similar, and and that's pretty addicting too. I I stop for a while because I I'll get bored with the games. I will be addicted for a little while, but then I'll get pretty bored and I'll stop. Man. So I, I like. I'm I'm going to start this Candy Crush, but I am going to need help, Casey, because I don't know what the hell's going on. That's what I do. I kind of get tired of them, Kath. I don't... uh, Casey finds every moment to go and play with the game. Uh, When I find a game that I like, it's usually... When I seriously, when there's nothing else to do, when I have time to kill, the bathroom actually is a spot where yeah. I. I, would I was play in the bathroom the yesterday. <laughs> Did you hear? I'm the in the stall next to Casey, and I'm here. <laughs> <hearing, laughs> uh-huh. Bill, Bill, Bill Burns is at the retreat, uh-huh. taking a whiz, and I walk in. I'm hearing this in the bathroom. But that's all right. So that's I can't play words with friends in the bathroom here. There's no you can't there's get the no connection. Wi-Fi yeah. or anything like that. But this you don't need that. <laughs> By the way, I think I'm gonna have to send a, a, an email or, or a Facebook message out to all of my words with friends people. 
let them know that we need to take a little break uh, because I found a new friend in Candy Crush. Oh, yeah, I've noticed. Yeah. That you used oh, to, really? And playing Words with Friends, Casey, it takes you a lot longer to, to respond to play back with me now because you're playing this game. And I uh, I didn't know why at first, and I thought maybe I'd done something. <laughs> now I do, you know, do you know, though, how, I mean, and we talked about the ephemeral nature of some things on, like, uh, Preston, like the... Uh, you know, like the the the, the planking has now uh, been replaced oh, by yeah. you know, the, these owling and all that stuff. The they come and they go sure. so quickly. These things, though, work their way. Like they were talking about the guy, the the creator of the game, making six hundred and eighty eight thousand dollars a day. The game generating that, but you also they're also able working out numbers as to how much productivity diminishes in the workplace because of people playing these games as well. I've seen it firsthand. So, yeah. <laughs> I've seen right. it right next to me here in this studio. And you know, because all those games, they're, they they just get in in your soul. Yeah. Especially look at Casey here; he's yeah. addicted. Oh, have, now here's a question: Have you dreamed about it? Yes. I knew yeah. it. Uh, I knew it. That is when you have played too much of a particular game. And yeah. I'm sure you've had it, Steve. I, I did the other night. Be, yep. the, the Last of Us is this PS3 game that, well, it's you can get it for any, well, no, I think it's just PS3, but it is post-apocalyptic zombie survival. It's it's awesome. And um, and I had a dream about it. Any games. I, I dreamed about throwing dice all last night. Did time. you really? Yeah, I did. Three days ago was when I started Candy Crush, by the way. Three days ago. Let me go to uh, already dreamt about it. <laughs> Let me go to Josh. <laughs> hey, Josh, how you doing, man? Good. How about you guys? Great. Doing well. What's happening, buddy? Uh, I just heard you guys talking about Candy Crush. I'm actually uh, taking summer classes right now for some horrible reason. <laughs> and I started playing Candy Crush because a couple of my roommates were playing. And you could see my grades just drop so fast. Yeah. Just from the amount of time that I've been spending on this game, and it's terrible. Daily, Josh. Daily, how much now. How much time do you invest in Candy Crush daily? Uh, more than I do in studying. Wow. Well, dude, you moment. know what? You And you can't, do you feel somewhat addicted to it? I mean, Josh, you really... Almost get uh, like a uh, like a tick or something like that when you you know you you get the the the, the itchies or something. withdrawal. I, I, I have to have this yeah. now. Yeah, it's um, it's not that bad when you're just like breezing through levels, but when you get stuck on one and then you finally beat it, yeah. it's just such a sense of satisfaction. Yeah, <laughs> and I absolutely I don't know. It's just yeah. It's, uh, Do, I've been there, Preston. You've been there. Happen. You you Thanks. played you played a level of a game and you played through it sure. twenty twenty five oh, yeah. times and finally you're like how do I get this damn thing and, and at some point you are it's it's a it's a war it's it's you will win this you they, I am not letting down until this is over I have punched myself in the face <laughs> physically of, physically seriously God yourself damn it in the face. I've taken uh-huh. controllers and smashed them off walls I've taken a game and broken it twice and gone back and repurchased it. <laughs> I've taken it out of the Xbox, snapped, snapped it. it, threw it in the garbage, and I was would punish myself and go buy it again because I was so horrible. Steve, Steve oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, when, when playing the game, do yeah. you, how many times do you say in your head, all right, I'm just going to do this one more time? <laughs> you know, I've, just, got, I've got, it used to be horrible. Like, I, my one more time would last an hour and a half. Right. Now, uh, I, I, if I get to play for like a half hour... And, and I don't play as much as I used to, so it's quality to games with 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 um, where you can save wherever you want to. Those are the godsend. So you have some discipline when it comes uh, to my it. discipline has been changed because now I do a lot of hiking and stuff with the dog. And a dog will really help. You go it. outside. Yeah, I, go, I go outside. <laughs> what are you thinking? But the uh, but uh, yes, that oh one more, one more, one more. Just and one in more a time. game that evolves like a Tomb Raider, which you played Tomb Raider, the, the most recent one, a great game. Yes, yeah. uh, you know, I, all right. I know that if I move that over there and I lower that rope. 
And, and now those were the dreams come from. Yeah. Right. Steve, when I uh, played Nintendo as a kid, there were bite marks all over oh, my controller. My brother's too, Casey. Okay, really? I'm not the only one playing Rad Racer? Like... <laughs> <laughs> you would bite the controller. Oh, I was uh, so mad. Preston, yeah. my brothers did uh-huh. too. They would there would be little bite marks all over the controllers. Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey Casey, can you do four in a row on this candy? Oh yeah. Oh, God. And, right, and when okay. you do four in a row, you get another special Got candy it. that comes out that like it, it explodes other candies on the board. Okay. Right. Yeah. Wow. Bye bye. You Kathy. get five in a row. Yeah. You get this like Kathy. chocolate covered Kathy. Oh, I got Kathy. rid of the song. I'm sorry. Kathy. <laughs> oh, I got a special candy. It has oh. stripes on it. Oh yes. Kathy, 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 Kathy. Oh my god. This is the music from the game. All right, well, we'll see you again when you guys are done. (laughs) Join us, Preston. See you at the camp after hunger. (laughs) Preston, are you afraid to download this game and play it? No, I'm just just not really. It's not enticing for you. Visually, I know what you say, but visually, it it doesn't catch you. No. And that's a a good portion. You know, and and once I, you know, Angry Birds was a big deal before I downloaded it and started playing it. I got caught up in it, and it was fun. It was a good time killer, and I found myself playing it a lot, but not obsessively. Uh, but no, I just don't. I don't feel the need. I don't need a game right now. I dare you. Oh, <laughs> Stop it! I, I dare you. He'll come around. What adult yeah. won't respond to a dare? Uh, exactly. Is that triple dog dare you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, yeah. The yeah. slight breach of etiquette. Dare you to eat this bug? <laughs> Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR, Facebook, Twitter. You know the usual places. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston, I know you, you, you're you going to handle all the intros and everything here, but I have to say uh, I'm blown away because uh, I had no idea we were going to have Jackie Onassis in the studio this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery guest. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I love that. Who, who can you be talking about, Steve? Uh, Jackie Bam Bam wearing his, uh, his trademark huge dark sunglasses, which, yes, I think I've seen Jackie Onassis wear in old photos before. Before. Right. Uh, but the reason, and, and we love Jackie to death, and, and just another reason to love him is uh, because he's had a chance to bring this gentleman by a couple of times, and I think we've forged a good relationship at this point with him. He's come out of the camp out for hunger, he's performed in our studio here. Please welcome back Mr. John Wade. Yeah. Good morning, John. Thank you. Uh, How you doing? We're Good doing we're doing great and uh, happy to have you back again. God bless you. Nice to be back. And you're playing a show. Yeah. Am I correct that you guys are going to be recording this yeah, show? Yeah, we, we we started to make a live album a couple of months ago in South Philly at Philly Sound. Mm-hmm. Is that South Philly? Uh, which, yeah, the heart of yeah. Philadelphia. Yep. Yeah. And, so, and Jackie sort of emceed it. And uh, we've got like half of it done. So we're trying to get some more tracks to put with it to make it like a 20 song live CD. Nice. Well, there's, there's a, I was telling you, there's always a good reaction when uh, people learn you're coming back into town. You, you've, oh, we you, love Philly. You've got that loyal fan base. Well, yeah, but the, I mean, our, our bass player, Tim Hogan, he's from Philly. There you so go. So he knows everybody. You know? <laughs> That's right. He's just he like just a, calls up his friends. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we, we hit all these restaurants and clubs and stuff that he knows. And it's just like we, we kind of. You, you work, it works for you, Philly. It works, works for me. Yeah, 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 I like it. It's a great town. We spend a lot of time in, in Old Town, you know, like walking around these like, great Irish bars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, any, uh... It only lasts for about three or four hours. When you were touring, I mean, I know it's a standard thing. I used to do it when I did stand-up in your yeah. show, but it's great to be here in... 
Is there a, a place that is just you just can't even bring yourself to say it's great to be here? That no, no, no. It's always yeah. good. I mean, I mean, sometimes I got it wrong last year. I was I thought I was in Connecticut and I was in New York State. Oh, so that was kind of like a that was like a going down in flames. But it was like seven in the morning, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That How you happen. doing out there? Have, have, you, have you ever in, in all your years of, of touring and playing shows have you ever said the wrong city name on I, stage? I, I think with the babies I did it once. It had, it's had to have happened to everybody. Well, we were like we, we were just. Like you know, crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a kind of a loud. You know, when you're like 23 and you're sure. out of it. You know? yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. How you doing out there? Hey, speaking <laughs> of uh, recording live albums, and I'm not sure, and maybe maybe each group or, or performer has their own way of going about it. But yeah. I, I had always thought that, uh, you know, when, when when a band goes on a big tour, I had always assumed that they would record most of their performances and then come back at the end of the tour and maybe listen to it and go, okay, this is a really good version of that track. We should put it on a live right. record. Or do you? specifically say we're going to record this show tonight and this is going to be our live record. right well the thing with philly sound was that it was like a stable environment it was like a recording studio that's like a gig mm-hmm. so we thought and everybody knew those people drew down there so we thought we'd just go and knock that out and it was it was good because it was uh, the same sound both nights do you as a singer uh i know you want to put on the best show you can every single yeah. night but if you're recording do you kind of think all right, I really got to hit it tonight. Yeah, but you know you can try too hard. I think you can. Yeah. You can get so self-conscious. The, the gigs that are the best gigs, it's like you get no sound check, and somebody just throws you on stage, and you just start playing. That's it's usually because you you don't have time to get yeah. too preoccupied with it. I've done some major, major gigs that were like the best I ever did, just just being thrown in the deep end. What was like, the, you know? What was the biggest when you walked out on stage? What was the the time you just said, "Whoa." I mean, it just oh. it, you, from where you were standing on stage looking out, it just blew yeah. you away. Well, t- probably Tangerine Ball. We did that somewhere in in the late eighties, I think. But it was like just like twenty five thousand, or maybe more, fifty thousand. It was just we've done a few of those. We yeah. go out there, and it's just it's almost like going to the movies. You know, it's not like you're <laughs> right. an, an out of body experience as you're performing, and uh, it's a whole different thing. We play like these gigs we're trying to record are smaller gigs because that's. You know, Keith Richards said that rock and roll should be played to 200 people. That's that's where rock and roll really exists. And you get that rapport with the audience and the sound and everything is really humming along. But when you're playing to that many people, it's a broader gesture. Right, It's a right. bigger thing. And, yep. uh, and you lose some of the intimacy. And it's, although it's, it's tremendously exciting, you know, right. it's, it's a different ball game altogether. There's a scant few who can take that. That personal thing yeah. and project like I think Bono, Bono pulls that off. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot of people can do yeah. it. It's yeah. just it's just just a rarefied atmosphere. It isn't just like what you expect. Anything could go wrong, and and it isn't like you can flick a switch and put it right. You've got to really be on top of your game, and you've got to really stay fully in the moment. You can't just groove. You know, right, it's like a lot of things are going on. That's what it's. Yeah. Uh, I think of those terrifying, and we've talked about them many times. The classic swallowing a bug, or, or uh, oh yeah, yeah, going you know. out and being, uh, or, yeah, or being in, you know, having problem bowel issues or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, both, yeah, both. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad show. Right? Yeah, well, it's a mess. You know. Yeah, yeah. You swallow a damn bug and take a dump in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> John, have you have you uh, have you ever gotten to perform with um, somebody you idolize, somebody who's uh, you know just? Oh well, yeah, I played with Steve Marriott once. In a, in a club in New York City, yeah, and it, we got up and it, he come along to meet me because we had some mutual friends, and we got up on stage and played. Incidentally, it's his birthday today. Steve oh. Mary's birthday. Cool. I so, stay at his hotels. I love them. No, no, oh, no come on. And, but Pete Townsend, I got a jam with Pete. Wow. Once in the same club, 
Um, but I've met a lot of people and played with a lot of people that I really thought were brilliant. You know, there's a lot of brilliant people. Who did you perform with who ahead of time you thought was brilliant and found out they weren't when you performed? <laughs> no, I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no. I'm just not doing Those that. Millie Vanilli boys oh, seem yeah, talented. Especially <laughs> Millie. <Yeah. laughs> they seem really good. John, you've been, you've been throughout your career, you've had success as a solo artist, you've had a success as a, as a man who fronts a band. Uh, is one more fun than the other or more satisfying than the other? Uh, I think the solo stuff is just more more uh, there's more commitment in it because there's more to lose when you're mm-hmm. in a band you're in a, a small gang of people and you have each other to back up yeah. you know it's like the stones whatever one one guy can have a kind of an off night and you carry him right with, with it just being a seamless thing when you're solo people are looking straight at you right and you can't you can't I mean, you, you never make an excuse. You always go for gold, you know. You just That's what it's about. That's what separates the men from the boys. But, I mean, great bands usually have a great front man, but when you're right. solo, it's like something you've really... Again, you've got to be on your game. Yeah. Was Bad English a good experience for you? Uh, well, it was a mixture. I mean, I thought it was like anything that's a compromise is like, you know, it's a pain in the ass. Really. Yeah. You, you, you get in halfway to something brilliant and somebody says, no, I want to do it like this. And... Um, after, especially after being solo, it's just yeah. difficult to compromise like that. I mean, not to look throw any throw anybody under the bus. Neil Sean is one of the all time great guitarists. I he have heard he's, is. he's difficult to to maybe no, no, collaborate no, no. with. No, okay. no, he's he's a great guy. Okay, I mean, he's really a great guy. I like Neil a lot. Yeah, I mean, I really love the bastard. I, <laughs> I do. <laughs> you know, that son of a, a bitch. Nice, that son of a bitch. No, <laughs> really, I've always had a great time with Neil. He's a really, really great guitar. Player. He's an out. He is one of my top. I always favorites. thought he should be in a different band. You know, like if he's in a more hard rock band, he'd be yeah. like something I, as. As a friend of mine who's a really good guitarist said, he's the, he's the right amount of shred and the right amount of tasty. I mean, he does, you know, both at the same time, which is kind of tough. Shresty. Uh, yeah, he's shresty. Yeah. He's very shresty. That's Neil Sean. He's, he's, like, he's like rice checks. <laughs> yeah, he's like that, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You know, it's, it's funny, Preston, because, and it's, uh, for many years of my life, you, you know, uh, we had, uh, we've had artists in here that have affected people a different way, but you have, you, a lot of your music, the, 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 you know, with Bad English, with the, the babies and your solo stuff, has been a part of a soundtrack. Sure. We, we talk about it, you mm-hmm. know? So when I hear different songs, it, they're very, um, they transport me. When you hear your own songs, yeah. do they do the same for you? I, I, I think about the same person the song's about, or... A street corner in New York City, or some country lane in in England, or you know, I what the song was written about. I could be singing to ten thousand people, but inside my head, you immediately go there. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's that girl from nineteen eighty five, or it's it's that situation. You're on the road and you wrote the song about it, but it, you are going to the movies outside and inside. Wow, you know? it's, yeah. It's a simultaneous wild experience to be on stage and singing, and the band's kicking really well. Yeah, that's something next to. A religious experience is just about as good as life gets. That's cool. I have a question about Missing You, which obviously was a huge number one record, gigantic for you, took you to another level. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because that, uh, Steve, you mentioned about Soundtrack of Your Life, and that yeah. would have been a mixtape song for sure. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, but is that is that t- technically a love song, or is it not? Cause you, well, you, yeah. To give a, you an example, like like The Police, um, uh, every, every Breath You Take. Yeah. yeah. Is really kind of a creepy tune. Yeah, he's but, a stalker. That's angry. Yeah. But it was revered as a love song, and people use it at their weddings. And I would yeah. imagine really? missing you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Wow, I thought of that. I yeah. always thought that was kind of like you know one of these days I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, cut yeah, yeah. But missing you is about <laughs> denial. It's about the other side of the coin. It's like when it's really gone all to hell, and yeah. you're sort of left. It's like when you shut the door in a room and you're just you in the room. 
Yeah. It's yeah. like when, when the story's done okay. and what happens after. It's like this life going on. So it's about denial. So it's, it's about profound experience, but something. I think if you love somebody, you always love them. You don't really forget them. Yeah. You know, they're always with you. That's um, what OJ said. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the bass player's wife? He, he just sat there. She just on the way out, he just came to see him last couple of days and uh, Tim Hogan. And yeah. She, and she sat next to Kato Kalen. On, oh, on the plane, oh, you know? oh, the Kato Kalen. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, you know, it's like, hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, whoa! <laughs> yeah, really? He's kind of a guy. Yeah, he's yeah, an interesting wow. cat. Yeah. He's a tool, right? I believe. <laughs> As I'm sorry, yeah, why you said that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of interesting, uh, interesting people, we have uh, Jackie Bam Bam. Who he's is interesting. Here. He's wouldn't he be interesting? I have to ask this because sometimes he'll come in in the morning. You know, he, he does the overnight shift, and then we come in the morning. Casey's the first one to see him, and Jackie spends a lot of time. And I want to know if Jackie's ever done this to you. Come over here, Casey. Because right. sometimes I'll come in and I'll see Jackie talking to Casey. And he'll actually put his head. <laughs> Casey, I can't believe this happened last night. And he'll, he'll lean on Casey and put his chin on his shoulder. Has he gotten that close yeah. to you yet? Yeah, yeah we do. We do. A, we just a, do this Ronnie Wood, Wood, Wood thing. Wood Ron this is Ronnie Wood. <laughs> That's what we do. We have our own thing. They were rubbing noses See, with yeah, each but, other. But look at this nose. Look at this nose. Jesus, like a can opener. We, we, we did a, a, an event at, uh, at, at a club the other night. Jackie jumps up on stage, and as I'm watching it, he looks like Jack Skellington before A Nightmare Before Christmas. He's flailing around and everything, but there's nobody like him. No, no, he's like Keith Richards and... Johnny Thunders and me and God knows Johnny Thunders. Thunders. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now we're no, talking. it's a, it's a school of uh, rock. Right. Right. Thank you. Yeah. It yeah. is funny because I was I got in the elevator and uh, I, I was as I was coming up I looked into the little eatery that we have downstairs Manja and John sitting there and John you know you're a good looking guy oh, relatively well. normal but the, it's John and then Jackie sitting across the room and then Tim and a couple of other guys and these people from Philadelphia Insurance walk into the <laughs> to Manja as well and they're like what the hell did hey, we just walk into we had Dracula here. <laughs> Yeah, I did. That yeah. was that was a treat. Yeah, I didn't yeah. expect that. And exotic dancers as well. So yeah, exotic dancers here this Let morning. Me tell you. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, John. Can we get a song from you? We can. Let's uh, do on that. the guitar, we have uh, we have uh, Carrie Kelly. Oh, yeah. Excellent. And uh, uh, yeah, just one of the best guitar players around. Jackie was saying a veteran uh, to uh, the world of rock and roll. Oh yeah, people like Alice Cooper. Alice and, Cooper for yeah. ages and ages. But he's a solid player. Uh, John, are you are you doing select dates right now? Is this a full on nationwide tour? No, it's, it's like uh, we're doing like six gigs. Okay, and then back to you live in California, right? Uh, oh, I'm afraid. Yeah, I live in Santa Monica. Nice. Huh? Santa yeah. Monica's nice. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it's, it's England. You know, it's got two pubs and a tea room, and you can buy baked beans. And there's a lot of English people in Santa Monica. <laughs> there you go. Really, yeah. it's like. It's like being home, but without the uh, the rain. Nice. You know. Uh, well, what song can we hear from you now? Um, if you're Irish, come into the parlor. Thank you. <laughs> if you're Irish, come into the parlor. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, just an Irish folk song. Never okay. mind. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. It's I would listen to man. that. Yeah, it's I would just, like that. It's so early. Yeah, yeah. I, and as for a singer, it's a little bit more difficult than everybody else in the band. Yeah, watch this. All yeah. right, <laughs> let's do it. Get out of it. It's been thrown okay. down. One, two, three, four. Well, the first time that I saw you, you were down and out, and I had my doubts about you, but baby, since I come to know you, I ain't got no doubts 
telling you man and still can hit those notes yes uh, you still uh, as a singer um uh, you know i would imagine that's one of the things you got to watch out as anybody ages uh you know as, like an hey, athlete i'm only would. 34 i know you're only 34 <laughs> that's amazing but someday you'll be 40 john no but, uh no but but uh losing a little bit of your register would be i mean that's oh well i think if i have to change the keys i'd just call it i think it's like, really yeah that's god's kind of way of telling you to go home wow <laughs> why that's no no because there's some that do and and and, and that they'll change the key and it, it sounds off but, and I think it's I think it's cool that you want to you know keep it as as the original. But but I mean you don't seem to be in any danger of that happening. Well, you never know. I think it happens pretty quickly when you. I don't know. I have no idea. I've always yeah. been lucky like that. I, I, I quit smoking. It made a huge difference. Not oh. necessarily. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. About five months ago. I, I don't think necessarily changing the key uh, for me as a as a, as a music fan and, a, and a list, as a listener, I just understand that 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 will happen with some people. But what I what I don't like. Is when the singer may turn the microphone to the crowd and have them sing right. the chorus of a song. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's wow, you. Well, really... it beats singing to a tape. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, say, yeah. Hey, everybody! Right. <laughs> you know, here's a song for you. <laughs> that's an inside joke. That's yeah. just you know. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm full of it. You know? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let me ask you: Are there some songs that you that you can't? I mean. Um, like, isn't it time? Uh, uh, is that something that you can... Oh, it's easy. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, and, and the real the real tough one would be every time I think of you, but that's great to sing it, because you just like... Yeah, you really get up there. I mean, that's, just, a, uh, that's a wailing... Yeah, but it's, it's, it's all blues. You know, yeah. it isn't like it's opera. It's blues singing, really. Yeah. It's just easy, because it's blues. Hey, who was the, the female voice on some of those songs back in the um, days? Well, we had... The Babettes. We had uh, a full, a full, yeah, a full yeah, backup group. Uh, it, was it was like a wall of sound. African American babes that were singing in a church. Okay, we, we got them out and we had. Them and you sing. corrupted them, didn't you? Well, well, there's one of them that was very rock and roll. Okay, that was like you know, she was really kind of a fine. And the other two were a bit more like housewives. That sort of like you know they have kids and they were just like right. they were great singers. The one on the end was was like a ball of fire. She was what? like you know something else. So okay. you would you would tour with them. 
Uh, because uh, it's such a distinct sound. That they yeah, I, I introduced them on stage as the Blue Nuns one night, <laughs> and they went to the airport immediately. We had to go and get them and bring them back. The Blue Nuns. No, the Blue Nuns, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, they so didn't. If, if you, <laughs> obviously, if you, if you go out to see John Waite, you're going to hear solo stuff. You're going to hear some of the babies and, and some bad English as well, I would imagine. Yeah. You mix it up a little bit. We do. Um, uh, Is there anything you, you want to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I request? Uh, you can. Request anything you like, as long as we know it. I'd like to hear a little bit of uh, Change, which is probably oh, my favorite song. Love for me, that though, song. If that's Change. cool. Yeah. Change. Gary, you cool with that? Interesting choice, my All friend. Right. <laughs> listen to that. Like, virtually every week I listen to that song. Really? Yeah, I, I kid you not. It's a, it's, a, it's a great song. I love the video to it, too. Ah, uh, there you go. Mm. All right. John Waite. Here we go. People talking and they're saying that you're leaving. You're so unhappy, baby, with the way that you've been living, yeah. We always wish for money. We always wish for fame. We think we've got the answers. Some things ain't ever gonna change, yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. It's all the same, yeah. What's in your heart? change look in the mirror and see how you've been taken you're looking back now and all your heart is breaking yeah we always wish for money we always wish for fame we think we've got the answers some things ain't I love, love, love that song. That is awesome. Dig it. Uh, and uh, where's Jack? Uh, I think I'm going to take your bongos over there. You can borrow my bongos if you <laughs> want. There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. Bongos. By the way, John, do you uh, do you keep a um, a website or a Twitter account or anything uh, yeah, like no, that up there's, and running? There's John Waite, the singer that comes out of Holland. That's got everything on it. It's a big website. And there's, I'm on Facebook. We've got like thousands and thousands of people on Facebook. Excellent. Checking in. So thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. It's a hell of a way to wake up, i got to tell you. <laughs> I'm You're sure. always welcome. Always it's great to have you here, God John. bless you. Thanks nice so to much. see you. And Karen, thank you, too. We yeah. appreciate it. John Kelly. Best burger in all of Philadelphia. Taste for yourself at this year's Burger Brawl in a brand new spot. Round one. Join 93.3 WMMR at the Navy Yard Sunday, September 15th and enjoy unlimited bites of burgers from the city's top restaurants. Proceeds benefit the fund for the School District of Philadelphia, a nonprofit supporting school literacy programs through technology. Tickets on sale now. Get complete details and all the ingredients for a great day at WMMR.com. Burger Brawl 2019. Let's go a few rounds. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Uh, can I, I? I need to know this. Okay. Uh, I, I saw this. Um, Why do fools fall in love? No. Oh. Nobody knows that. Damn it. 
but uh, I did see this. Reachers at the University of Leeds have found that couples who audibly express themselves during sex tend to have more fun. Huh. Uh, both men and women found that having a vocal partner boosted their confidence by making them feel like uh, their efforts were appreciated. And ah! <laughs> Good job. And that... And it boosted their, com- their confidence by make- making them feel that their efforts were... Their efforts... Your Is that the sound the situation makes when he's? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hey, well, here's say it. Hold on. Here's right. here's the question that I wanted to pose. Stop the, the sound effects for a second. I could go literally. I for know, a and half I, hour. I want you to stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I need the opinions from both men and women yeah. on this. When do you personally no. make make the shut up? <laughs> make the announcement. That things are about to come to an end, if yeah. you know what I mean. Okay. Um, yeah. so, do you audibly say this is about not to every, happen? Not every time. Well, I think. It's, Wait, why? Uh, why no, I you? don't. I don't. I don't say it specifically that way. I I, I yell out as if I'm a train conductor. <laughs> Next stop, <laughs> Pudding Town. <laughs> Hold I, on. Why would you? It's not like we don't know. No, no, no. no. Just no. Let, it's it's coming to an end. I'm I have. To, I am about to no. have a moment. I have an, in in in, I do in certain situations where it is only uh, a matter of courtesy to alert someone to that eventuality. Yeah, yeah when yes. it's placed in a uh, in a yeah, we got you. situation yeah. where yeah. the Lord didn't intend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the Lord and that particular mule. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I Sometimes think the Lord's like, all right with that. Yeah. He gave sometimes, you a mouth, didn't he? Sometimes yeah, you tell cold, the Lord right, right before you say the other thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, God. You, you report to him as <laughs> yeah. well. And I was wondering, so two things. I wanted to know if if men like to make this announcement, and do women, are they okay with it? Would you rather not? Or, you know what I mean? I've been with someone who's been, who was overly overly expressive. Yeah, I And I, I, I found I have it, too. I found it too dramatic. It can be distracting. And I, and I found it... It was resonating as false. Especially if... I had to stop and say, I'm not that good. Especially if... If multiple directions are given, too. Right. You need to do this, you need to do that, or whatever. Uh, but What um, kind of drywall is this? Right. No, but uh, <laughs> if it's over... Yeah, it can be a little bit distracting, but... Uh, you know, I, and I don't mind hearing from the, the parents. No, not oh. the parents. You're doing a fine job, son. She really likes it. <laughs> no. What are you doing here? I'm sorry. I'm just getting, I'm getting some milk. <laughs> no, but if if uh, the the female uh-huh. will announce that she is about to reach the the highest of holies, yeah. I, I don't mind. Does she out next up putting town? I, no, if, if she's about to uh, to <laughs> achieve a, a special moment, I I don't mind hearing that. I think I, it's pretty listen, cool. It, it can be very encouraging, and I've had uh, where where it's just my wife is just right. She, you know, that's the. It, 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 it works. Sometimes it, it throws you off your game. It's like if you're going with a personal trainer and they're correcting you on everything you do, or they're they're you know commenting, it can throw you off. Yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, two more. 
That works. Right. But, you know, you, you don't want to have everything counted. Yeah. It, it, two more it's pumps. too much. Yeah, two more pumps. Yeah. I'm almost there. Next up, Pudding Town. <laughs> yeah, let me go to Dave. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Good morning. <laughs> but, all right, what's up, Dave? Uh, I actually make a weird noise when <laughs> it you... happens. I, um, hey! <laughs> no, not that noise. Uh, it's more like a. That's McGruber. So, Dave, do you do you declare what is about to happen right at the end? Oh yeah, oh yeah. After, after I make that noise, I'm like, uh, I I hate in porn movies when the guy is overly just. Yeah. He just needs to shut up. Or, yeah, yeah, do that to that. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, well, and, and she's already doing it? Uh-huh. What, douche, what do you think I'm doing, douchebag? Yeah, keep, you know, they, they get too, just too, too conversive, too well, chatty. But well, it's I drink in the moment. Listen, in any relationship, when you're telling a girl to do something that she's already doing, she's not going to like that. You know what I mean? Like, hey, vacuum. The, uh, what do you think I'm doing? I am vacuuming right now. Like, so when you're doing, do this to that. Do you want to hear how I sound during sex? Right. That's it. <laughs> nice so, and to the now, point. Now, how do you know if women told you this before? About vacuuming? About no, telling no. them to do something that they're already I doing. I just don't like it. I don't you think, don't like I don't it. like okay. it. I think, but it's it's weird because uh, when things are going on and you don't have a say in, in it, all right? You're uh, being, it's against your will. No. Uh, all right, so like. <laughs> you better just hang on. <laughs> don't you dare say a word. When there's a vocal performance going on. <laughs> it's the last time you'll call me Jackie Mason. Um, I think there is, there is definitely ways to de- direct. Without actually saying anything, I agree. And ooh and ah, you know, yeah, is fine. But uh, do that to this or or what? I don't know. It just I seems, agree. It seems a little bit weird. A, a, a well placed. Have a good job. Yes! Yeah. That's, that's what I say at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Wee! That's what I get to do. That's what I just did. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's the warning. Yeah. That's what I'm about to do. Yeah. Wee! That's, that's what, what I'm about to do. To do. <laughs> Is what is what my wife says. Where are the sausages? <laughs> but have you ever been with somebody that just doesn't talk at all? Like yeah, no communication is, uh, is, is a dead body. Yeah. yeah. There was... <laughs> no, and it, and it was nice. No, there was there was a girl that uh, that I met up with. We hooked up. It was nice. I thought she was really cute. Things were go. I liked her personality. Everything was great. We made it into the bedroom, and, and by this time, I was a seasoned veteran. I knew what I was doing. I had enough encounters where I knew what to expect, and she was just lame. It was uh, unresponsive. I had a good time. Yeah. I mean, but I didn't invite Darth Vader in. <laughs> She's on a respiratory. <laughs> but it was. Uh, it it, it, kill, it was a killer. It was, I, you I want? Up, I ended up. I mean, I wanted her to enjoy it, which I assume she did. But I it's mean, funny because, like, when you know, when you're first with, like, when I was first with my wife, you know, you're doing that. You're going for the Olympic gold, and you, you know, you, all that stuff is part of the deal. But then you settle in. You know, you get the shorthand, and you know, you okay, I got you. I'm doing this, okay, and 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 you you understand each other. But I, and a little bit of encouragement does help, Preston. I agree. Yeah. Let me go to John. Hey, John, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What's happening, bud? Not much. Uh, after I've been in a relationship with a girl, I like to mix it up for a little bit, and I would yell Street Fighter. Cassidy, Cody, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. 
like Street Fighter characters, like Sonic Boom. Or, <laughs> Yo, you're full of crap. No, I'm dead serious. You would yell, you would yell Sonic Boom during, like, like uh, during sex? <laughs> yes, when I finished. Yoga Flame, Yoga Fire, all that? Yeah, just uh, mix it up and just. I'm finding it hard to believe, but yeah. if you say so, okay. you would do this with your ex. You you said, yeah. Okay, it's crazy that it's, it's an ex now, yeah. <laughs> not your current. No, I knew. I, no, I, yeah. I, I had a friend who would who would say goofy things from time to time. When I remember he had, his thing was he would say, "Hey, it was a girl he'd never been with before." He'd say, "Right at the moment of finishing," and uh, and and uh, it's hard to to explain in detail. But he would say, "Hey, watch this." <laughs> Right before he would do it. Right, yeah. And they didn't respond to that no, well, no. which is fine with him because I think he just wanted it to be over after that anyway. So <laughs> he, he, he wasn't looking for a, a repeat performance. Exactly. Yeah, it was exactly. a one-nighter. You right, know, yeah, and yeah. He, would, he would say, hey, watch this. Right, yeah. We used and, to ask people to do it during, uh, would say, President Steve during the end. We you did. Know? Yep. And we got some takers. We yeah. had people that would record it and send it into us. So from time to time, they would do something along those lines. Let me go to uh, Brian. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Good. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Great. Good. What's up, Brian? Hey, uh, you know, I like to throw a little comedy in myself, a load of this or something. Or... Now, how does she respond to that, Brian? Does she get a... Does, does she... Yeah, she start laughing, you know, and it's either that or I'd start doing, like, the Swedish chef and then... Gurta uh, <laughs> furta. on the cake or something, you know? If you, if you can get... A little bit of laugh. I mean, it's okay to laugh. It's okay yeah. to have a good time. Yeah. I agree. Wow. But that was really loud. Like yeah, that. yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me go to. I have a bunch of these. Let me go to Lou here. Uh, hey, Lou, how you doing? What's up? Sorry about you guys at work. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. What's up, Lou? I think it's absolutely courteous that you announce you're going to uh, climax, especially if you're not meant to be in that area like God intended. I mean, that comes out at what, 30, 40 miles an hour. I'm going to be uh, warned that. You need a warning. You need a verbal warning. Yes. It's it's not like you're in a wind tunnel. Thank you. Forty miles an hour. What the hell are you doing there? <laughs> Come on. It's like the people that what? believe when you sneeze. What are you a super soaker? That's afterburner time. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, let me see here. I'm gonna go to. You shouldn't be able to break tempered glass. Let me get a. <laughs> let me get a Kevin. Hey Kevin, how you doing? Hey, guys, what's up? You guys rock. Yeah, hey! Thanks, man. What's up, Kevin? Good roll! So, uh, in college, my roommate, right when he was about to finish, he would yell Mortal Kombat, and if anyone was in the house, they would be on the other side of the door, and they would respond, finish her. Oh. Dude, that's terrible. Uh, this, that's bordering on Okay, I'll, I'll believe it. It seems we have a number of people who have done... Sure. Stuff based around Mortal Kombat. Because yeah. you weren't buying it at first? Nah, or, but no. I guess maybe maybe it's a thing. Here's yeah. the, listen, guys are pigs. Guys are yeah. total pigs. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the old uh, uh, mind if we play through thing. Yeah. It was hilarious. We used to do stuff like that. <laughs> Absolutely. You'd walk in on people and while you knew it was going on. And even if if they were receptive to it, a little color commentary during right. their... Uh, and you would never do it with like a girlfriend or somebody that actually cared yeah. about it. But if it was a one-nighter, yeah. <laughs> I would do it with my parents. I'd walk through it. Yeah. Playing through. Just playing through. Nail it once for me, Dad. No, I remember, yeah, one time in particular. And this was back in, in the band days. We ended up in a hotel room at 4 o'clock in the morning. There's like eight of us in there and... <laughs> In one room. And we'd do it. Yeah. In front of other people. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, what, and, but, I mean, with, with you... blankets on top of you and stuff like okay. that. Because I remember clearly 
two guys sitting on the side of the bed doing color commentary while I was on the bed with, with a girl. Now, were you lit up? Absolutely. Were you lit up? Or were you? Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait, yeah. I guess the girl didn't mind? She didn't mind. No, but her mom did. What were they saying? Uh, I swear to God, Kathy, it was like they were they were watching a football game. It was like, nice, good form. Uh, oh I would move a little bit more. This And honestly, swear to God. Uh, it was you, at the, well, the Motel 66 court. It was oh, exactly awesome. where it was. It was when you were in the image at this yeah, time, right? Yeah. yeah, we were rock stars. Yeah. Kind of. In Litchfield, Illinois. <laughs> Thank you, Litchfield! Why are you yelling? There's only four people here. Uh, hang on, let me go to... I, it doesn't have a name up here. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, hey. bud. Appreciate it. What's up? Uh, now, back, uh, man, this was a long time ago. This is back in, like, 98. I, 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 God, I hope my wife ain't listening to this right now. Uh, I was with an ex-girlfriend, and uh, me me and my buddies used to do, like, games, Hatfield impersonations and stuff, like, always, like, change different songs around, like Bruce Springsteen songs, how, like, James Hatfield would do it. Well, give us, like, so, a little impression of, of what that would sound like. Like... Uh, I was 18 years old, running down Staten Island with a dime bag in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> While you're having sex. What? No, no, no. This was what me and... I'm getting to that point. Okay. I mean, this is what me and my friends used to do. We used to make every song like a, a Metallica song. Right. Right. So, I, you know... You know, when you're hanging out with your friends and you're going upstairs with your girlfriend and, right. you know, your, your boys are downstairs. So... To make it funny, like after I was done, like after I, you know, you did your deal. finished. Thing, we'll use the word like, finish for everybody listening, okay? Finish. I'm sorry. Finish. That's all right. When I was finishing, I did James Hatfield going, going to blow my load, yeah, like real loud on my boy here. And dude, when I came downstairs, he was like, you want to add to this? <laughs> <laughs> He's having a great oh time. Wow, man. <laughs> okay. It yes, I had memories, and I'm like, oh god, I'm talking to a guy, and I'm like, man, I hope my wife ain't listening. This well, right I would have everyone also heed Preston's advice to say finish yeah. in, in the subsequent calls. So. I want to hear that story every time I go to sleep. That was such a good story. <laughs> Somebody just act my mic. <laughs> Let me go to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Um, what's up, Elizabeth? Uh, my most recent ex, um, he would just lay there. And not do anything. No quickening of the breath. Nothing. He was dead. <laughs> and nothing. So this he, during the whole act, he was nothing. just non-responsive. Yes, and I've been told in the past that I'm very good at what I can do. <laughs> right. And yeah. Nothing. And I you, not even not Elizabeth. Even... Did you ever ask him? Did you ever say anything about it? Yeah, his exes had told him that they didn't want him to make any noise. They just wanted him to lay there. What were they, librarians? Yeah. All yeah. women wanted. I don't know. He was so. He was I mean, strange. wow. So he would, and he would get his full uh, compliment deal, and still not react during his uh, compliment or di- during his finishing. Nothing. He didn't even gasp. Nothing. Wow. Wow. So Elizabeth, he's was, the guy you want defusing bombs. Were you the one that was always doing the work, so to speak? Uh, no, it was a mutual wow. effort. Okay, interesting. Um, it reminds but, me of uh, it reminds me of you guys saw Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes, uh-huh. in the beginning of the movie where he's going through several different girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the one black gal that yeah, he's yeah, with, yeah. and she's just like, eh, uh, eh, 
<laughs> I just, just yeah, I just finished. Yeah. It was like what? <laughs> you do need a little bit of you need some feedback. Makes the experience more enjoyable. It, this study it doesn't says, have to be from the person you're with. It could be from someone else in the room. Sure, mom and dad, like you were saying. Yeah. you know, way um, to do it, Hulk. <laughs> oh, no. That's the way to powder. <laughs> powder like a minute steak. That's exactly it. A little encouragement of some type. It doesn't have to be her. No. It could be That's Reach. Good stuff. As long as he's in the Hey, room. can I get on your back while you do that? Uh, <laughs> it'd be like a carnival ride. Uh, but they said that uh, they, they found that couples who audibly express themselves tend to have more fun. I don't know to what extent, but... Um, well, when they play Monopoly afterwards. It said uh, both men and women found that having a vocal partner boosted their confidence by making them feel like their efforts were appreciated. That's it. That's the key right there. Yeah. And, uh, you want to feel like you're doing a decent job. Rustled in a better encounter overall. So uh, as long as you're as long as you're having some feedback, some reaction. Uh, Kathy, you uh, what? You, make, you make any noise? Nope. Just lay there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not into. I don't think you need to announce it. I'm, I, believe me, I'll know when it happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So will the neighbors, because the window's always open. That's right. That's right. I thought it was an interesting study. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I saw this in a paper this morning. Um, this is out of the uh, the Daily News, and uh, it covers... Apparently, there are uh, environmental organizations which will go and clean up the beaches. Yes. And uh, it's a great thing that they do, obviously. Uh, but they have, a private organizations? Yeah, this yeah. Is, there's a place called Clean Ocean Action Environmental Group, uh, and they, did, they, they do cleanups every year on the Jersey Shore. And Ugh. they have a list of some of the stuff that they found. I, don't, I can only imagine. I don't think I want to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's interesting. Not not all of it's really gross, but uh, it's just some odd stuff. They uh, they found a lot of hair rollers, hair clips, tanning goggles, heads, uh, <laughs> hair bows, and false eyelashes. They found a tube of theatrical blood, vampire teeth. <laughs> they must have been out in front of Snooky's house. A, a do not enter sign. A wicker sofa. 744 condoms. Wow. Oh, man. Five, wow. 511 gloves. But how about this? 3,102 tampon applicators. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. Are people chucking okay. their tampons? Well, wait a second. Out in the ocean. Yeah, we're not. Are we led to believe they're apl- they're they're installing dumped. them on the? Yeah, you, that's got to be done. You don't go it? to the beach. Wait till I get to the beach before I do that. <laughs> Toss yeah. my application. Yeah, yeah. Or is it women on boats doing that? It's going. a big ritual. It's it's like yeah, a, you're, you're, a it's a to keep Neptune happy, <laughs> right? Yeah. You, chuck you your honor tampon. him with your tampon strings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also counted. Three thousand and three hundred fifty-one thousand seven hundred eighty-one items of trash collected on more than sixty beaches, uh, from the tip of Cape May to um, Raritan Bay. Is that yep. what it is? Raritan Bay Shore. Is that up north? I, I, I'm not sure. I'm familiar sure. with the name, but I don't know where it is. South of Sandy Hook. Okay. Uh, more than that was actually scooped from the Sam. Twenty-one cleanup team captains lost all their data when. Um, uh, Sandy came through and uh, just damaged uh, their houses and stuff, so they, they lost some of the details. Uh, but they said in 2011, uh, the group set a record with um, more than 475,000 pieces of litter. Four members of Menudo. From the shoreline. <laughs> 
But here you go. This is just this is gross. Uh, the top spot on the list of trash. Cigarette filter, cigarette butts. Uh, I, I hate that. And isn't that doesn't that present a health risk for seagulls? Has to, right? Yeah, I would think. Remember yes. that was there was a big push that, and then when the uh, the old uh, when six packs used to have that plastic. Oh yeah, for the thing, dolphins. That was a, yeah, that was a big issue as well. And you know what? They have trash cans at the, or at least in Ocean City, they do um, those big tampon bins. No, they have trash cans at, <laughs> at every beach entrance. Yeah, I know. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Every street has a beach entrance. It's, it's so lazy to not. Just do the right thing and put it in there. Well, you just you take all of your trash. Yeah, you bring extra. Bring um, you know what we do is we bring shopping bags with us and everything that we're we have one separate one for um, recycling and then one for regular trash and then when you pack up for the day you clean up your friggin' mess and then you throw it away. It's as simple as that. I'm yeah. so sure there were vampire teeth found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Not real. They were fake. Yeah, but they found. Uh, cigarette butts, they found 49,362 wow. cigarette butts. I used to go, I hate used it. to be down to the beach all the time when we were boating, we'd be down by the water all the time. Anytime you spend on the shore, you're going to see some weird ass stuff. It's yeah. just, stuff just floats up and, uh, you know, I, I'm, well, I'm, you I'm surprised that? that was, that was the, you know, that list was fairly it's, okay. It's not bad because yeah. you remember the one year that dentist kept dumping stuff? Yeah. Uh-huh. All uh-huh. hypodermic needles, yeah. tainted yeah. blood samples, and things they, of that nature. They eventually tracked the guy down, and I just couldn't figure out what. He didn't want to pay for the, like, whatever the, the medical removal. Yeah. Come just on, just book man. it down to the beach. It's it's an occupational expense. You have to do that. I spent more time on the Jersey Shore than any other beach. You know, I've been out to California and uh, Cape Cod and even down to, like, the Outer Banks, which are really beautiful, but it's the long way to get down there. Do you think the Jersey Shore for trash and things like this is is it worse than other parts of the country? Yeah. Is it's it worse about the than same? Seen, yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking because we go up to Montauk. Um we we try to go once a year and I feel like it, I mean it's much different up there but I I kind of feel like it might be a less a little bit less dirty. Well, Montauk's I, much cleaner because Montauk is in a um it's a state park but a lot of people don't Think of it as a. Oh, I'm. I'm going to go swim Montauk. You, you, you're. You're out. You know what I'm saying. So it's a. It's a beautiful beach and beautiful run. But it's. I don't think it's the same vibe as the Jersey Shore. I'd hazard a guess that that uh, East Coast is more dirty than West Coast. Probably. I mean, you know they, They're more environmentally right. conscious in, on the West Coast. Unless people go into the water on the West Coast because it's yeah. so goddamn cold. It's freezing cold. There's if some you've be- never traveled out that way, you don't know that. I it remember is th- but ass cold in the water on the West Coast. The yeah. first time we lived out in California when I was in third grade, and I remember, okay, we're going to go to the beach today. and we Middle of the summer. Oh, yeah, we're going to go out. And it was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's terrible. It's horrible. There are some beach towns that I would really like to check out. I, I do want to see what Myrtle Beach is all about. And Myrtle Charleston Beach is nice, and, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, a, uh, it's, a gr- it's a tourist trap. And, is and if it you got really? kids, Myrtle. Yeah. Really? It was when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, yeah, they had all kinds of... Uh, uh, yeah, you know, amusement parks and stuff like that. It's kind of like Sandestin, Florida. I've been there too. There's all kinds of activities and things, which is good if you got kids because there's plenty right. of things for them to do. If you're looking for uh, relaxing away from tampons, else, use tampons. Use tampons. Yeah. No, you want to go somewhere else, I think. But I mean, it's been since I was a kid that I went to Myrtle Beach. I know there's a lot of great golf there, but I, that, that's my only experience. I really am lobbying this year to not do the Jersey Shore for our summer vacation. We've just done, we've done it so many times. I've been going to Ocean Is City. Diane hardcore about well, going she, to it? Or? I, I mean, we, we might have to compromise. I might have to give her a couple of weekends down there or something along those lines. But go I, to run to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm <laughs> lobbying to go up to New Hampshire and do Lake Winnipesaukee. 
Yeah. Uh, Case, we're not doing the Jersey Shore for our week vacation anyway. Right, right. What are you guys doing? We're doing Montauk. Oh, are you? Okay. Montauk actually is, is a good is a good option. It, it's it is a beautiful beach. It's beautiful out there. It's a little more. It's not like the Hamptons. I don't want to do the ocean. I, I I actually I just I want to do it like a nice big lake. Like a lake. You yeah. Can skip the ocean. I want to do yeah. like great outdoors. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of places in New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont that you can you can rent. You can rent for relatively cheap. Have you ever done the Outer Banks? I have. I have. I, in fact, the, I, the size of the house you get in oh the Outer God. Banks as compared to the size of the house you get for, at the Jersey Shore for the same price is ridiculous. With pools and hot tubs. It's ridiculous how much cheaper the Outer Banks is. It's I, just, it yeah. takes eight Long or nine hours. Get there, yeah. 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 I did this beach town called Corova, which is, I think, north of, yeah, it has to be, it's north of Corolla. You literally, it's it's a four by four beach. So you, you drive and then the road ends. That's at, a small beach. Steve. Uh, no, no, four by four cars. Oh, four by four cars. You're, you're driving on the road, and then the road literally ends on the beach, and you have to drive on the beach to get to these houses. And I was driving mm-hmm. for a half hour up. So the you're beach. a half hour off road to get oh. to your wow. Yeah, but there's, right. that's something. There's something kind of cool with that. It is. Getting some instant messages there saying that uh, Myrtle Beach is no longer a tourist trap. Okay, it was when I was a kid, but it's not now apparently, according to to those people. Um, yeah. It's really the number one beach for um, thrown away feminine hygiene products now. So, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, Steve, I'm now I'd never thought about it, but I'm considering uh, Runnymede as a. Uh, <laughs> it's a compromise. Uh, you don't want to go all the way to the shore, no. So you go to Runnymede. Yeah. You know what? The, the uh, now let me ask you: What determines a beach? So you're going to do lakes? You've done the lakes as well. Oh yeah. Of of the two, which which wins? If you were to rack them up against each other, a oh. really nice lake, you know, rental yeah. to a beach rental, what wins? Oh, lake by far. Really? But that's what I like. I mean, I because I love waves. Yeah, waves are cool. But if you, now if, if you go to a lake, you need to have a boat. You got to have yeah. a, a power boat in order to have some fun on a lake. That's the sure because you can go tubing and water skiing and stuff like that and, and touring and and have a great time. Uh, but I. Sand bothers me. I mean, not walking in it. The, cr- the, the pounds of sand that you're left with and cleaning. Yeah, I hear what you're in saying. Your car in your ass. In your ass. Yeah, you re- you know, for real. Yes. I've gotten rashes before, all from sand and 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 salt and all that. And I, I'm just, I'm over with the beach thing. I, 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 and, sand. Yes, we hate sand. No, but uh, the the mystery thing that brushes up against your leg when you're in the water. Yeah, but there's snakes. You got that. You got that in the leg too. There's snakes in the leg. Nearly as much. I mean, there's nothing growing up from the bottom. The only thing that you really get in uh, in lakes, whales. uh, No, not whales. (laughs) Is you get a uh, a mystery uh, cold spot. Yeah. Yes. Swimming around. All, oh, all of a sudden, it gets really cold. You know what that it is? It feels like it's the abyss underneath. That's uh-huh. the devil. It's going to suck me in. Mm-hmm. It's the devil. It's actually it's called the thermocline. It's yeah. A, uh, wow. It's a part of the water. Robert Klein's cousin. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, in well, now we're going off on a dumb thing. I don't need uh, to bring this ahead. up. But there, there are in in the ocean, there are uh, pockets underwater of fresh water. That will occur occasionally. Feeding I can see in, that. Feeding in from... It happened in Tulum. When we if went a submarine the hits trip. it, if yeah. a submarine will hit it, it will immediately start descending. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's, an, it's an oddity. The but buoyancy is, yeah. is different, yeah. My dad prefers the mountains. My mom prefers the beach. So growing up, we had to alternate. <laughs> We'd go back and forth. And, and um, for several years, Casey, we would go to Lake Winnipesaukee and several of the lake towns in New England. It was great. They were really fun family vacations. 
what I've, I don't know if it's just me or not, but I found swimming in a lake to be disconcerting. I, because wow. growing up and, and swimming in the ocean and getting the salt water in your mouth versus, and then the sand in your toes versus the mud and the fresh water, it totally I, threw me off. I sort of know what you're saying. I will tell you this. It's, it, it, it all depends on the lake you're in. There are some lakes that are very ocean-like, uh, you know, in, in, in just the enormity of them mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But I understand that it doesn't quite feel right initially. Yeah. You can get used it's to like it. It's like a dirty pool. Yeah. Mm. I, I disagree. I mean, it's all your personal preference. But one thing you get with a lake property, mm-hmm. though, Case, is if you, if you are going to rent a place at a lake, you're going to be on the lake. That's you what I want. out the back door. The water's right there. You light a fire. You have a good time. You invite the white supremacists over from Come next door. On, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on, everybody. Yeah. How are you doing? Um, I do get... Um, you, Ear infections from swimming in lakes. Oh yeah, yeah. swimmers' yeah. ear. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, what is that? Wait, why? Why are you more prone to get it if you're swimming in a lake? I guess bacteria in the water. Okay, and the salt water maybe. I just started getting, by the way, that yeah. where I used to be able to swim with no issue, and now it'll. Oh, I get water in my ear. It'll every get, time. And, and and you know for like a week after you'll be hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you're lucky, uh, like a couple hours later, a little bit of warm water will turn on. Yeah. Oh, God, that felt good. And suddenly, it's like, you know, I can hear again. Eargasm. Eargasm, totally. Uh, But I was trying to think of another reason, uh, Casey, why I I personally prefer lakes. Um, Being in that proximity to the water is really cool because you're... you're, You walk right out. And usually... It, there's, there's. I prefer a little bit of uh, solitude, and and when going to the beaches, a lot of times you got to jockey for position. You got to stake your claim and own this piece of beach, yep. and you have to kind of put up uh, somewhat of a barrier, <laughs> and uh, and I, that that's a kind of a pain in the ass to me. And plus, being out just in in, in uh, hearing com- the loons <laughs> on Golden Pond is gorgeous. <laughs> What uh, is, wait, what's a loon? Loon is a bird. Oh, I'll let everybody say <laughs> about the bird. <laughs> the bird, the bird, the bird, the bird, the bird, the bird, the bird. You hear this? I'm, I'm you hear you. that, Norman? <laughs> there you I'm go. I'm sick of that goddamn sound. <laughs> That's Nick's loon. Do it. That's pretty good. I want to move. You know, since I've grown my mustache, I, can, I can't really do that anymore. Really? You should shave. Cry me a river, pretty boy. <laughs> I can't stand luck. 80 years old and I crap bull bearings. <laughs> Is she going to help me out? What's Norman's wife's name? I don't even remember. Uh, Destiny. No, I'm in. No, I'm in. Destiny. What is the name? It's a stripper name. A stripper. He, he met her when she was a stripper. <laughs> Watch out, man. She wrapped those thighs around my head. <laughs> <laughs> Senior Citizen Strip Club. So this exists. No, I tell you what, the uh, Golden Pond, whatever pond that was, whatever lake that was, Beautiful. that's the perfect that type of lake. I think that's in Maine. Is it? Uh, it's her name in was Maine, Norman. Her name was Ethel. Ethel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was up in Maine, which uh, is a place that I. I'm aware have, of have it, yeah, and 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 quite aware of it's part of the United States. No, that's where I want to go that's, and it's do great. a lake vacation. Like, that's where I'd like to be. There's a lake called uh, Sebago or Sebago. I'm not quite sure. Up and and we used to Isn't go there. Is that the Italian place in the mall? <laughs> no, that's Sebago. <laughs> There's Long Lake is right next to that. Maine is the only state press that's only one syllable. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. There you go. Uh-uh. Ethel did. No, right. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I've been to Maine. Couple times, it's very Good nice state. up there. Yeah, and and Maine in you August. Need me, is I'll be awesome. in the garage with the car running. 
Hey, you want to go to a guy who's in a submarine that hit some fresh water? Yeah. yeah. All right, let me go to Rich. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Hey, guys, you rock. Thank, Thank you, my man. So, so, Rich, am I right about that? Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I actually experienced that. I was on board a submarine in the uh, Pacific, and uh, we were at about 150 feet, and we hit a pocket of fresh water. And uh, actually, a couple things happened at that time, too, because they were – uh, testing that they have a, a special motor. It's called an electric motor that they right. use uh, when um, you know the main propulsion system's down. Right. And uh, they they were trying to switch to that. We hit that pocket of water, um, and uh, it was, the guy that was on there doing the uh, switch uh, was fairly new. Um, just recently got uh, past the training stage, and he kind of messed it up. And we wind up dropping to. Uh, uh, below 400 feet before uh, everything Whoa. got Now you can uh, drop. Now the, you the, the the submarine could implode, correct? Uh, if you go deep enough, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it, we were well, um, yeah. We we had uh, a lot of uh, uh, depth to go before we actually got to that point. So in that fresh I mean, pocket of water, the, the, the submarine loses its it loses a lot of its buoyancy, right? Yeah. And what happens is the density of the water changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, salt water is. Uh, um, hey, you a can lot float on salt water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and that's why you know in Salt Lake, uh, it's hard to drown in that one because it's the uh, the water's so uh, oh, yeah. salty up there. You mm-hmm. float very easily. And there's a bunch of Mormons ready to jump in and save you. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. It, yeah. it, it's always good to have. Them around. <laughs> good sure. to have you gotta yeah. have a Mormon on board. Yeah. All right, well, but, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so. And I died that day. <laughs> no, continue yeah. on, Rich. Okay. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, it is. Although it it rarely um, result, results in something that severe. But uh, it it uh, it is a uh, factor, definitely. All right, cool. I learned that from the television show Sequest, by the way. So. Cool. By the way, Nick, I want to go back to something you said about lakes, and you said uh, the walking in the mud and stuff like that. See, this is what you've you've been to the beach too many times. Where and what I do love been about to the, the beach, beach too many times. <laughs> Is is the fact that you can play in the shore? You can walk around and stand up and have the waves hit against you, and then yeah. you know, kind of body surface stuff like that. But a lake, you're not really supposed to walk on the bottom in the shallow. End. Right. You go jump off of a dock. Right. And right, swim right, right. around. Is and that then you the go difference? Back to the dock. Yeah. yeah then I'm doing it all wrong. Yeah. You don't walk out. You, or, I, I swamp lakes, thing it out. Lakes do have beaches, quote unquote, sometimes when you go to public areas. Those are gross. I don't. Yeah. I, I never yeah. did like walking out in Agreed. the mud. Those like swimming and poop. If you go jump off a, a dock or a pier or something like that. A lot of times they'll have floating docks that are sitting out that you can swim out to and go and hang out on. That's a, actually a bit the, different. The best time I ever spent on a uh, on a lake was off of one of those floating yeah. platforms. They're great. Man. Yeah. Do you know what's very cool wow. though, Preston? Wait, did you when you you were scuba certified, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not certified yet. I have to take my. You're gonna go do it at Dutch Springs? Uh, yeah. We have to go do our dive. Yeah. You can go swimming in Dutch Springs, which yeah. is which is a flooded quarry. Yeah. They have uh, they have a lot of the 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 stuff for kids to play on and things, you know, like the the thing where you jump on and it shoots the other person off the. Uh, oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. those are cool. big inflatable things. Yeah, yeah. I, that that looks pretty cool. It's supposed to be really cold though. That's where uh, Claire, my wife, was certified. Yeah, yeah. We, that's one of the things we got to do this summer. So we're going to do that. I'm going to go swimming now in a lake. I know. Somebody texted in that uh, on Golden Pond was uh, on Lake Winnipesaukee. Yep. I don't know. What oh, about really? Bob? Was, though? What about Bob? Okay. Was? Yeah. What about wrong. Bob? Was but um, on Golden Pond was on Squam Lake, also in New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire. New yes, Hampshire. That's where was, that was filmed. It was, but it was set in Maine. Okay, so you're right about the location where it was Squam. set. Squam. It's what I pay a hooker for. <laughs> Squam. Give me Squam all Hang night on. long. Yeah, Matt wanted to comment on that. Hey, Matt, how you doing? Hey, what's the word? Oh, the please. Everybody's head. About the bed. 
<laughs> yeah, a couple. Hey, hey, fellas. Yeah, um, actually, the, the movie was filmed um, it, on a lake. It's part of uh, the Belgrade Lakes yeah. um, in Maine, and it, it was filmed on Great Pond is the name of the Great Pond. lake in, on which it was filmed. Yeah. And I used to, uh, like, summer up there with my family, and you're right, like, uh, the first, like, 20 feet, when you walk into the lake, it's like this real muddy yeah. texture. It's, it's gross. disgusting. Yeah. So the best but, thing uh, to do is to, is to run out, to, like, have a have a dock that goes out, that you bypass all that crap and just get right into the water. Yeah, but, that, that's exactly what they had. They had a dock that went out about 30 feet, so you could dive right in. It's nice and sandy, but... Uh, there's a local couple that actually owns a uh, a bed and breakfast up there. If you guys ever want to want to head up there, it's absolutely gorgeous. Just cool. a just a sweet old couple. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate yeah. it. You're welcome. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> and all this while yeah. they're having people stay at the house for a bed and breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want to wake those idiots up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm mean, from Philadelphia. I don't give a rat's ass. I just want to die. I want the Grim Reaper to come and take me away. It's over. Put you out of your misery. For God's sake. Well, all right. Anyway, make uh, it stop. Well, Case, if you if you decide to make the uh, uh, the lake thing, let us know. I mean, uh, the, so. Winnipesaukee is that Winnipesaukee? Winnipesaukee. Okay. Yeah. And where is that? It's in New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, something I'd, I'd like to do sometime down the road. You want to why don't you, why don't you dive the wreck? No. Go up a little further north and, and dive the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. The Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> the, the Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> All right, anyhow. Uh, that, so they've been finding a lot of weird stuff doing cleanups on the uh, on the Jersey Shore. and Actually less disgusting than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, although a lot of tampon applicators, yeah. they are finding those. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. And the Bizarre Files brought to you by McGuff Bus Company. McGuff Bus Company is hiring. Earn industry top dollar. Get guaranteed hours, yearly raises, and monthly bonuses. Love where you work at McGuffBus.com. A Chinese man offered up his six-year-old granddaughter as collateral at a spa while he went to get money to pay for a massage. And more than a month later, has yet to return to claim his granddaughter. When CIO and her girl, her grandfather arrived at the bathhouse in the city of Kunming, he promptly requested a thorough wash in a hot tub, followed by a soothing massage. Sounds good. But when it came time to sell the bill, the unidentified granddad claimed that he had left all his money at home and added that he could go get it and be back real quick. He told the reception that he would leave his granddaughter behind as proof that he intended to return. As That's the, good, Granddad. As the hours passed, there was no sign of the man. Pretty soon, the staff realized the grandfather had chosen to leave CIO behind rather than coughing up the cash. Once word spread, local media tried reaching out to the grandfather to ask him to come forward, but to no avail. And before they knew it, more than a month had passed, and the young girl was still living at the Just bathhouse. Living at the bathhouse. Yeah. Employees have grown fond of CAO, and they this do... This is not a puppy. They do their best to make sure that she feels at home. Every night, they make sure she's tucked in bed, and they even arrange to leave the TD on for her in case she feels lonely or scared. 
It's just so Sounds beyond like a, effed up. A pet, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Eh, she's cheap to feed, and she goes in the box all the time. Uh, here's another uh, story out of China. A Chinese hotel security footage captured an alleged drunk driver plowing through the revolving doors and driving around the hotel lobby for a little while. The SUV drove around with the uh, Ramada Hotel doors still stuck to the front hood and wow. then made a U-turn and headed back out the same way it came in. Oh, this isn't my hotel. Police said that uh, blood tests showed that the man was heavily intoxicated, and he allegedly told authorities that he had a lot to drink and wanted to drive into the hotel for a thrill. <laughs> and he caused an estimated $50,000 worth of damage in the process. See, when you're not drunk, your, your brain usually steps in and says, this is not a good idea. All right, here's another. This is a similar story to what we had uh, last week. An Illinois woman said that she was in shock after receiving her Comcast cable bill, which referred to her as Super Bitch. Super Bitch? Yes. And what was the one last week? Uh, A-Hole Brown. A-Hole Brown. Baddest man in the whole damn town. Mary Bauer said that she had a lot of trouble with her cable service and that she had 39 visits from technicians between November 2013 and April 2014. She claimed she didn't receive a bill in the mail for four months, and when she finally got one, it stated her name as Super Bitch Bauer. (laughs) (laughs) At at least they go for stuff that sort of rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Super Bitch Bauer, A-Hell Brown. And Super Bitch Bauer. Super Bitch Bauer. Yeah. Uh, Comcast said that the bill is under investigation. She's still rocking the Rachel haircut. A A Brazilian woman says that her underwire bra saved her life after a stray bullet struck her near the heart. And according to a Brazilian news report, the thief was holding up a passerby on the street and opened fire. And a bullet struck Yvette Medeiros just under her left breast after she ran out of the store to investigate the commotion on the street. How thick are those wires? I don't know. Uh, Luckily for Medeiros, the bullet lodged in the underwire of her black lace bra. Ah, uh, lingerie. Lingerie like saved her life, Kathy. <laughs> there you go. Maybe That's the only to, use for it. Maybe it's time for a pair of crotchless panties. <laughs> uh, Medeiros told... <laughs> it may save me. may save you from a wolf attack. Told Globo News it was a deliverance <laughs> from God. Would you ever wear crotchless panties? The hell no. Okay. I just don't wear any. What's the point? Yeah. Oh, All right. Let that thing air out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Lauren Dodd, uh, who is from England, has an irrational fear of ketchup. Uh, it's an actual phobia. It is so long I'd have a hard time pronouncing it. Uh, uh, Morchu equisophobia, to be precise. The blonde 21-year-old is so terrified of the red stuff, she feels sick whenever she sees it. And when a pal accidentally squirted some on her, she almost fainted. That was no accident. She said, I don't know what's wrong with me, but tomato sauce absolutely terrifies me. Whenever I see it, I just start gagging and I feel <laughs> genuinely... She says, I feel genuinely afraid for my life. Is it because of its resemblance to blood? I don't know. Her friends say that she's condimental. Condimental. Okay. Supportive friends. She said to me... Oh, she's out of her mind. It's the worst thing in the entire world. It's scarier than all the horror films rolled into one. Uh, the journalism student is so afraid of ketchup that she has to leave the room whenever one of her housemates has some on their dinner. Uh, and it scares her. She said uh, she has no idea where the phobia came from. She said, I'm more scared of Heinz 57 than I am of death. You know who has a similar phobia? Who? From the Jackass crew? Rake. But he is scared of mustard. mustard. Oh, that's, that's right. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 
He's terrified of it. Has, has there ever that's been, funny. does he have even an, a guess as to why that's well, the I, case? Not only that, but he gets mad at anybody uh-huh. if he sees any. He gets really pissed off. Do you think it goes back to a, a traumatic childhood experience? I right? don't know. A lot of this, this stuff does. This girl can't explain it, but it's, it's apparently condimental. A, a legit phobia. A jarring moment interrupted the jury selection in the trial of Aurora, Colorado theater shooter James Holmes on Tuesday. Listen now, if if that story wasn't bad enough, listen to how weird this jury selection is getting. On Tuesday, a woman said that her grandchild had not been vaccinated for measles and she broke down in public. The prospective juror came to court with a child in tow saying she couldn't leave the child to daycare because the child had not been vaccinated for the measles. She has to be excused from jury duty but was told to come back another day. She reportedly began crying and then started pulling chunks of her own hair out. She was then dismissed. Uh, The judge reportedly told the court she lost it. Now, in other selections for this case, the court has previously released two candidates for being drunk while there and one for being high and one for being violently ill. What the hell's going on? I have no idea. And this pretty much seems like a slam-dunk case. Totally. But... If they keep having these jury problems, yeah. you know, that might mess up the trial. Couldn't help but notice you're ripping out entire chunks of your hair. Wow. All right, and then finally, money shot story. Ready yeah. for this all one? Right, all right. Actual money shot? Nope. Okay. A, well, it yeah. was involved, yes. <laughs> a mortuary worker. Oh. Mortuary worker, sorry. A realtor. Uh, in Ghana has admitted on live TV to having sex with corpses, <sighs> claiming that his superiors told him to do it. In a video... Uh, Shakur Lucas claims to have worked in a morgue at a hospital in the capital of Accra where he says he had sex with the bodies of dead women. He alleged that he was told to indulge in necrophilia by his bosses so that he, quote, wouldn't be afraid. So the best way to get rid of your fear is to have sex with dead women. Yeah, the host said uh, uh, to Lucas, sleeping with a corpse can mean in one breath sleeping next to them, but in another it can mean having sex with them. Which one of them do you mean? He said he meant having sex. He said, when you first study for a mortuary job, they ask you to do most of those things. (laughs) Why? I don't don't, don't know if I believe this guy. He said, (laughs) I had to sleep with a dead body because uh, I thought that... uh, is this like how other businesses, they'll go out and play golf? It's sort of a social thing. He said, I thought I, will, I won't be afraid. Once you do that, you won't be afraid again. Maybe re- somebody said it as a joke. He revealed his morbid job uh, put, living, put living women off, so he turned to having sex with dead ones instead. He said, I wanted to marry, but the girls say, I'm a mortuary man. You're a mortuary man. And he he said, I can't I can satisfy myself at the mortuary because girls don't want to date me outside of there. Everybody's having a good time down at the mortuary. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas has been fired by his and employers. And the girls are easy. Uh his employers and claims <laughs> that he is being hunted by police. So I don't know, man. Listen, I, I know that in your there's how do you even wrap your mind oh, no, around no. that? Hey, there's a lo- there's a local story uh, out of the Lehigh Valley. The guy Similar. with it. Well, what not, not mortuary necrophilia. Yeah, necrophilia. Yeah. You know the uh, his. Uh, remember, he he murdered. He killed his stepdaughter, and oh, then oh, that's right. Had that with the and there's video of over it. the course of like a month, right? Oh, that I don't know. Uh, but there's video of the of when when it, oh, it's just so disturbing. It's I just, just choose to believe that that's not true. Uh, right? You know, Isn't it nice to just maybe so, think the, that that doesn't really happen. Yeah. The same way he didn't. Ask his boss. Is right. It? Yeah. So let me get this straight. All right. And that's what I have for you in uh, the B-File. 
When MMR's Jackson broadcasts live backstage, it's for the likes of Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and MMRBQ. So true, Jackson. Once a year, he goes from backstage to the backyard. Enter now for Jackson to bring the party to your place Friday, August 30th. Enjoy your four hours of fame as Jackson broadcasts live. He'll probably use your bathroom. Hadfield Meats fully supplies the grill. The MM Army stocks the fridge with cold brews and brings the music to prime your weekend. Go to WMMR.com and tell us why your backyard rocks. Include a photo so we know what we're getting into. Jackson's Backyard Broadcast. Presented by Hatfield Meats. Look for their bold new bacon packaging. Simply Hatfield. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. He is a part of the uh, uh, of the Nitro Circus. Please explain this to me, Nitro Circus. It's just a collection of guys who are completely psychotic. Yeah, um, be- beyond. Be- I mean, we love the jackass guys. Mm-hmm. These guys are times ten and like and fearless. But like, all right. So if you go through the jackass crew, you have like Bam Margera is a professional skater, um, and and Steve O is a you know he he went through the Ringling Brothers. Yeah. circus. They got the ch- they def- they but, definitely do their stuff. But what I'm saying is is like those are like the only ones who actually have any sort of like groom at the talent. Okay. Uh, but the the Nitro Circus has a bunch of guys that are that are actually really really talented uh, okay. in their own right in, in some of the more extreme sports. And one of those guys is in our studio and we want, he goes by the name Wheels, uh, but his actual name is Aaron Fotheringham. Let's welcome him yeah. to our studio this morning. Wheels, good morning, man. Hey, quite the intro. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> no, no problem. Thanks for coming in. All right, so for those who may not be familiar, be familiar with uh, Nitro Circus, uh, Wheels is uh, he's in a wheelchair, hence yep. his name. Are you paralyzed? Is that uh, uh, your um, situation? Well, not yet, but I mean, like, I have, <laughs> I have spina bifida. Spina it's, bifida, okay. It's something with your spine or something. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in the chair all your life, correct? Yeah, okay. except for when I fall out of it. Except when you fall out of it. God. I don't see you fall out a lot. You're, yeah. you're, pre- you're pretty solid in there. Yeah, I, I got a seatbelt for my safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old are you, Wheels? 21, man. I just got over the hill. <laughs> yeah, you're not even close to the You can't even see the hill. Uh, where are you from? From Las Vegas. From Vegas. Okay. So give us the, the origin of, of you and, and your ability in the wheelchair. Did this start at a young age that, that you uh, <laughs> you figured out how to do stunty type of stuff? Uh, I was always, like, with my just stock hospital wheelchair, I was always just, like, jumping off curbs and stuff. And uh, then my brother was into BMX, and I was always watching X Games. And so it kind of came about just, you know, I went to my the skate park with my brother and he, you know, I wanted to impress my older brother, so he got me to the top of this ramp and pushed me in. And <laughs> as brothers do, as brothers do. And uh, finally, like after a couple crashes, I rolled away from it and was hooked on it. Yeah. You know what amazed me though is that I mean, a lot of like with the BMX guys, the guys they're, they're using their legs, which are traditionally stronger, to get you up to speed to do the stuff that you have to do with your arms <laughs> to get you up to speed. It's in, it's insane. Much smaller muscles. Much, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so uh, over the years, as you've, I, I assume that as you started to do uh, more and more adventurous stuff, 
you are you designing your own wheelchairs? I mean, do you send the specs? I assume you have to, right? I mean, they have to be made specifically for what you. This isn't a stock wheelchair. You get at a hospital. <laughs> yeah, well, the stock wheelchair I broke in nine months, and <laughs> of course, and I was like stranded because insurance wouldn't buy me a new one. Right. So uh, eventually, you know, I got a new chair and. I sent in a video of me shredding the park on this chair to the wheelchair company, and they sponsored me. That's awesome. And That's wild. I was like, yes, freedom to destroy as many chairs as I want. Because <laughs> you're dealing with, I can see that it's thick, you know, um, piping, and, and it's 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 obviously made for, for the deal. How many chairs do you have? Uh, at the moment, I've got like three or so skate park or meg ramp chairs. Right. And uh, I have, like, a, a chair just for cruising around and getting the ladies. <laughs> Your but, ladies' chair. It's got a trailer we... on the back of the wall. <laughs> a sidecar. Yeah. How much do, does uh, one of those chairs, like, retail for? Because uh, my buddy and I, we were actually building them out of his garage and, you know, starting this uh, company. And we've got them, you know, we wanted to make them super affordable so anyone can shred or, yeah. you know, just get a good chair. And right now I think this one's around... Three grand or something. Three grand. Which right. is, no, hey, no. that's cheap. If, if you yeah, look at the, cheap? the top yeah. of the line, like like mobility scooters, can be like fifty grand. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Wheels, I want to ask about the the spina bifida again, and which has something to do with your spine and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and because uh, I do not know much about that, do you have sensation? Do you have feeling in your legs? Yes. Okay. Why are you asking? Well, <laughs> well, well happens, the wife happens to be out of me? town. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm curious as to when you when you bail when you when you have a wipeout or something like that is you know if you didn't feel anything that could be dangerous. You wouldn't know if you'd have an injury or not, mm-hmm. but you can tell if you've gotten hurt. No problem. Yeah. It's okay. Like the chair does take a bit of the abuse, um, mm-hmm. kind of like a roll cage for my legs. But sometimes every now and then I do slam it, and I'm like, ah. Like yeah. if I had to walk right now, I'd totally be limping (laughs) (laughs) well good for you then right (laughs) all right so you're the from what i understand you're the first ever to do a backflip on a wheelchair yeah whoa read his list of accomplishments there press at the time well before that did you practice in a foam pit first Mm -hmm. okay i finally got to like jump into this foam pit and after two days of trying i was able to land first backflip i was so stoked yeah (laughs) Cool. I mean, it's right. amazing. So, do people like uh, do you know like Sean White and some of these other guys that that do this these intense uh, sports? Yeah, I got to I got to ride a half pipe with Sean White, a, you know, a few years back at X Games, and like I was dropping in with him, and then yeah. uh, wow. afterwards, some guy came up and he's like, Sean White just said that blew away everything he's ever done. Oh, oh that's like, cool. What? How cool is that? Well, you, your chairs are are kind of like um, the murder ball dudes, the dudes who play the you know the really aggressive basketball mm-hmm. in, the, in the wheelchairs. You ever, you ever play that? Yeah, I, yeah. it's fun to ram into people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a wild sport, man. Yeah, it could be pretty, but with what you're doing, it's just par for the course. <laughs> what's what's your dream dream uh, stunt that you're um, you know working on? What's the what the holy grail for you? What would you like to achieve in the chair? Something with a flaming hoop would be pretty cool. (laughs) A flaming hoop. No, but uh, there's like so many tricks I'm working on right now, and so many ideas. I'm just trying to like calm down and focus on a few. I, I am. I've been working on 360s lately, and those are actually. I mean, seems weird because it's just like a sideways rotation, but it's a bit harder than the backflip or double flip. Okay, just to get it to move that uh, quick enough to get around like that. Yeah, because I think one of your first tricks uh, that that you completed was a 180 or something like that. I thought I read, mm-hmm. and yeah. so you got to double that. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and like landing sideways doesn't feel good. 
No. Did you snort? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah. Can it's you a, edit that out? Yeah. <laughs> it's right, a so, yeah. World's first wheelchair midair, 180. World's first wheelchair backflip. World's first wheelchair. Oh, it says that twice. Uh, world's first wheelchair double backflip. Jeez, How the hell would you do a double backflip? <laughs> that thing sucked. <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean, like so much crashing for about a year before I finally landed that thing. Like, oh, my God. Just, we just saw a video of it. Uh, so many crashes and broken wheelchair parts and stuff. And yeah. you're hungry for Skittles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Celebratory Skittles. What's that, Casey? I said broken bones uh, trying uh, to do that or no? Never broken a bone. Um, just teeth and stuff. Listen, as a parent, you know, and and I just taught my my six-year-old son how to ride his bike with no training wheels, all right? And and all I want to do is protect him. Now, if I had a son in a wheelchair, this was the la- this would be the last thing that I would ever want him to do. How much resistance did you get from your parents? Um my parents are really cool, like really supportive of mm-hmm. it. Um my mom was a little hesitant at first, but then my dad talked her into it. And, uh, like, my parents would give me rides to the skate park, drop me off, say, call me if your chair breaks or something. (laughs) What about the huge ramp? (laughs) Go break a leg. That's what my mom would say. What about that huge ramp (laughs) that you did? The huge one. That one um, I did when I was finally, like, 18. And for the first time, and, man, pulling up to practice, you look out the car window, you have to, like, look out. And you're just like, ah, why did I volunteer? For this? <laughs> well, like we've been to the, to, uh, you know, the uh, the, uh, the Wells Fargo when they have a lot of the stuff set up. When you X see games. the the X Games, yep. holy Christ, that is that ramp is insane. <laughs> it's it's like a building stand, you know, standing there. Yeah, it's it's definitely gets your heart pumping a little <laughs> bit. Wow, what what have you seen amongst uh, the rest of the gang in the Nitro Circus that has uh, blown you away? Everything, like, yeah. I mean, just like every show, like, is just like. Like, you'll see people on BMX going down and hucking, like, triple backflips or, you know, completely new things that they've never tried. And every now and then there's a pretty bad crash. Um, Actually, pretty often there's a pretty bad crash. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, it's just like every night something new happens and they're taking weird contraptions down the ramp. Wow. Is it going to be a movie again? Um, I'd like to. I mean, I don't think I'm going to try a loop again. Well, it, let me tell you something. That and and I was watching it in 3D. You know, because it, it came out in 3D, and and uh, it's just some insane stuff. I mean, you would you wouldn't say you you have. I mean, you push the boundaries, but it seems like some of those dudes just have a death wish. I mean, some of that stuff's just flat out clinically insane. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty pumped. No one died during the filming of the movie. Yes, it's <laughs> always good. Yeah. It's always a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> I've uh, I, I got a text here that says uh, my daughter is six, has spina bifida. I love this guy. Uh-huh. Um, have you been asked to speak to groups of uh, people who are disabled and maybe spina bifida in particular? Yeah, I uh, I actually do a bit of motivational speaking and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not as good at it as flips, but I do try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know, I like to kind of just try to change the mindset of you know how people see the wheelchair. Uh, because I think it's more just like an extension of your body, not something that stops you or slows you down, but it is actually a helpful tool. Sure, yeah. I yeah. was telling these guys, my, my grandmother had a wheelchair at a, at a later stage in her life, so she wasn't in it all the time, and uh, I can ride wheelies in it. It's fun, man. <laughs> right? It's I haven't just done like... it in ages, but I, I'm sure I can still do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> you can try my chair. Right? You want to try it? Try it. Try it. Try do it. you guys want me to do yeah, it? Yeah, do it. Now, <laughs> Nick, Nick, bring it around here. Is it, it's weight, is it weighted differently than a regular? Oh, he'll probably fall over, but yeah. don't sue me. <laughs> There you go. We all want that anyway. All right, I'll I'll go over here and try. Yeah, go go over to the the general area. 
Yeah, you got to push forward really hard. All right. Nick's yeah. massive biceps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's really narrow. Yeah. Oh I'm probably never going to see my chair again. No, <laughs> you, no, another you one. will. It'll be <laughs> straight up Preston's it's really ass. It doesn't, it has, it's got a low back. See, I'm used to the back. I know. Back here. Okay, this could be bad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, you're a good friend. All right. Can you contact your wheelchair company? But we're going to need another one. You're going to have to put a deposit down. Yeah. Here. All right, do it. All right, here we go. All right. You got it? Come on, now move. I'm now spin. Spin. Do a backflip. Come on. <laughs> Wave to the crowd. Come on. I'm trying to go across the room. Hang on. <laughs> Well, there goes my job. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, there we go. I'm holding this wheelie, though. You notice? Yeah. yeah. Way to go. It's good, yeah. And this is impressive. Preston used to be a foot model. So this is his usual thing. He looks so natural. Yeah, he looks like just so seamless. Trying to make my way around the wheel. I bet you your grandmother could pop better wheel. There you go. He's doing it. He's actually doing pretty good. Yay. There we go. <laughs> do you get that a lot? Like people, you know, sometimes people have glasses. Let me let me see your glasses. Do you have everyone? Does everyone? Can I, can I try your chair? Like it's, hey, it's just a big game. Um, usually, I only let cool people ride. Only it, cool, Preston. But, you right? But, he says he only lets cool people ride his chair. Oh, you are the man, yeah. you, brother. Sorry, dork. <laughs> um, but uh, no, but it. Uh, a lot of people that tend to sit in it first try just go over backwards, kinda yeah. like you did. Yeah. Uh, but I like watching that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're okay with it. It's really, it's got a really low back. It's very, very light. Yeah. And normally, when you when you go to pop a wheel and just a wheelie and like like the wheelchair they would give you at the airport, and, and right. they're going to give you a ride out of the hospital. You really got to <laughs> yank it hard in order to get the wheels up. Obviously, you don't have to well. do that on this one because I almost completely wiped out. <laughs> wow, are are you currently? Uh, performing elsewhere right now, or is there, is there a tour actively happening now? We're doing Europe, and then we're going straight to the U.S. Okay, and uh, we're just giving everyone time to get their minds ready to be blown. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it, would, it would really be worth your while to check out the movie, check out the videos, and then and then know that it's coming to town locally, and you can see it in person. Hey, Wheels, is there a uh, um, is there a, 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 a series of games? You know how there are... Uh, I'm, I'm like to, the X Games. Yeah, for, for people in wheelchairs. I know that there are sports specifically for people in wheelchairs. Are there uh, an extreme sports uh, level of competition? Uh, it's because the, the name of the sport, like skate park on chair or whatever, is WCMX. Okay. Uh, wheelchair motocross, just like BMX. And um, so, I mean, it's it's a new sport. It's just now getting bigger. Like more kids and stuff are deciding to go out and break their chairs. Yeah. And... Um, and uh, and we've actually had a competition three years in a row yeah. um, at Venice Beach, California, where we go and everyone competes and stuff. And that's really cool to see people get out there and, you know, it's starting to progress. So if it's at the, in the infantile stages of this in the next couple of years, you'll probably start seeing videos popping up on YouTube of kids trying these things out. And you're going to have more and more competitors as each and every year uh, comes along. Hey, do they do they allow someone like, if someone is not wheelchair Written and can is just as totally you know functional legs. Would they be allowed to compete as well, or is that uh, is that against the rules? I I don't know. I mean, I guess as long as you don't like use your legs to do a trick, or because something. It could, you know, it'd, be, it'd be sort of like they could cheat a little bit, and you'd be yeah. hard to tell that they were cheating, right? Yeah. I mean, 
uh, they might end up on a wheelchair by riding a wheelchair. In well, a maybe, car, so. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe what the deal is, when they show up, you break their legs, and yeah. then they can compete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. you got to go through me first. <laughs> That's right. Hey, what is this video that we're watching with you uh, with a little kid in a wheelchair? Uh, just teaching them, you know, because I do a little bit where I teach kids how to, you know, shred the park and stuff and just give them some pointers. And I've had some kids eat it pretty hard because of me. Um, but, I mean, it's, you know, they're actually really happy, even though if they crash, they still, you know, you feel good about yourself because you pushed your limits. They're and, doing something yeah. outside. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, not mm-hmm. being, they're not being treated as if they, they don't have any abilities. These are extra abilities that they have. It's very cool. Exactly. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed with you, Wheels, and, uh, and you're a really nice guy as well, even though you're getting long in the tooth. Little old there, <laughs> at, uh, 21. You old bastard. Um, what's your Twitter account so people can follow you? Uh, Twitter. Uh, WCMX. <laughs> For life. All right, the number four? Yep. What, why do you say that, ah, Twitter? Because Instagram's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> you are 21. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All right, so uh, how about your Instagram handle? What's that? Ladies, it's Aaron Wheels with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's your... Uh... <laughs> I love this guy. That's right. Yeah. All right. And you know, he'll always pick you up. It'll Aaron, be great, yeah. Uh, great to see you, man. Thanks for... And thanks for letting me ride in your chair. That was cool. <laughs> no worries. Thank you, guys. Right. Let's hear it for Wheels, everybody. Yeah. 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 What's new? Glad you asked. Dirty Honey. You know the time is gone. So don't let me win. Shine down. My monsters are real. And that drank out of tea. Ghost. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Uh, all right, so... I can do a couple of things here. I can, uh, yeah, a couple. Uh, I can go back to that list that I never got to. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, before. do that. Yeah. All right, let me put it over here. Well, you know what? Uh, we're um, all over the place today, but I'm enjoying it. I like being all over the place. It's kind of makes it fun, actually, I think. Uh, it's a spice so, of life, right? So yeah. this was uh, this was a story that was out of Reddit, a, I don't know, a posting, a column. I don't know what you call it, but anyhow. A, uh, a feed. Ten things that we all do but don't admit doing or won't admit doing. And some of these are, some of them are interesting. Others are kind of, yeah, whatever. Uh, do the interesting ones. I'll do them all. They're, okay. all. they're all pretty interesting. But um, here we go. Uh, skipping washing your hands but running the water in case someone's listening. Nope. Of course you don't do that. <laughs> What yeah. is what is that again? I do that. What? You don't even wash your hands. Skip you don't wash, even hide it. In the bathroom. Yeah. Skip washing your hands, but just turn the faucet on so it sounds like you're washing your hands. Uh-huh. What I, is I, the point of I, that? Yeah, I don't understand that. If you're doing that, then why not just wash your hands? Wash your hands, yeah. I don't feel like washing my hands. <laughs> okay. But you want to make... you want. I didn't pee on my hands. Yeah. And therefore, I feel no need to wash my hands. But you're still yet. hiding it. But I, but I am because the person in the stall, you know, they probably maybe they saw my shoes or whatever, and they'll think, "Ooh, Preston doesn't." That's it's it, yeah. because of a social uh, issue that that people wrongfully have. I about completely understand hands. it, and Thank I completely you. understand why. You, I tell you what, I do more often than not, though, is uh, uh, especially as it gets colder, I will go in and run my hands under the warm water before I touch my junk oh. because it's so it's so, so cold. cold. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's a big pet peeve of mine. I mean, and t- before I touch anyone's junk in the bathroom, my hands are warm. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, it just, it, you know, using the urinal, I'll just run my hands under the water with no soap. <laughs> oh, I think you're Yeah, I do that too sometimes. Yeah. If I, if I actually, if I get a little pee up my hand, <clears throat> yeah. excuse me, that's when I think it's, it's, Necessary to wash your hands. We're just pissing the sink. Well, we we know start the I've water running. <laughs> That's Tim Graham's house. At Tim Graham's house. 
Uh, I understand it. You're, you you haven't technically touched anything that's germ-related. Not, nothing got dirty. Nothing got dirty. Well, but you, you don't want to be accused of the guy being the guy who not who doesn't wash his hands. In fact, my genitals are pretty spotless because I took a shower and then I put my underwear on. They haven't touched any other part of my body. Right. right. No functions have taken place. They're as clean as... Uh, they're cleaner than mine. Right, and do you want right to know now, something else? At this else? point, you're defending not washing your hands. Why turn Why turn the water on and just not put your hands under? Because there's to a... create the illusion. Oh, why? Because it's just a there's second. There's a stigma. Because then after you after you wash, you have to believe it or not, it takes a few seconds to do that, and then you have to dry them off, and then you have to go over and you got to get the damn paper out of the machine. You got to rack it like six or eight times. It's true. You, you got to wipe oh, yeah. it off and you got to throw it away. When I can just go psh, psh, out the save door. 10 you know it's awesome. No, the, save in, about twenty seconds. In the, in the hand oh, washing oh, thing, I'm that's what you're talking about. On the drying process is what, is what takes a lot of time. It does. Do you know it's a mofo that I I, I used uh, um, last weekend? Uh, the Dyson hand dryer. Have you used oh, those? Those, are, oh, yeah. those yeah. are good. But it's a little like the game Operation because you have to go in and with right. your hands and not touch either side. It's cool, though. I like and it. I, and I you got to bring them out slowly. Yeah, yeah. And you can't touch the sides on the way out. I think it's a novelty. Out. I think it's kind of nice, but it's not. I don't think it does an effective I job. I love it. Because oh, I'll no. also make bacon in it. It, it de- an effective job in drying your hands. It's mm-hmm. way better than the ones where you push the little thing. That takes like, Those there suck. you're going to be there for like 10 but, minutes. But except for the ones that are super high power, like you put your hand, it hurts your ears, are so loud. Yeah. That, oh, that's- yeah. You know it sucks with those two. When that's you, what Steve's talking about. Yeah. No, he's talking about this. this one, the one that's up in the studio. It looks, it almost looks like um, you like stick a, your hands down. In no, it I know first. this is very high powered and oh, dries in like a couple of seconds. You like it, right? I love these. The one I don't, the, the standard one on the wall where you dry your hands. I when you when you dry your hands under it, your hands look like hundred year old guy hands. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? The way it, it makes your skin look weird. I love that. Though. Scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. Here are other things, by the way, that we all do, but uh, well, not all of us, but a lot of people do, but won't admit. Uh, number nine is uh, stalking people on Facebook and taking some pleasure in their unhappiness. <laughs> well, that's yeah. I, I think that's everybody. Stalking, yes. Stalking, yes, yeah. Yeah, taking pleasure in unhappiness. That's just mean. But I think that's also. I, I mean, not doing anything to make them unhappy, but seeing if they're they post something no. that's, that's that's human nature. Unhappy, you're like, eh. No, no. That, it actually annoys me. I say, why are you posting that on Facebook then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. I de- definitely You know what? Maybe it's to just see... to piss you off and they're getting a little bit of pleasure. <laughs> it it might be. It might be. Every once in a while, and it's it's true. I forget what this, I'm paraphrasing the saying, but you'll, you know, that, that your, your friends take great comfort in your failures. Yeah. You know, and they are your but friends. You don't. But every once in a while, yeah. it's it's a great leveling force. So to see that somebody ha- is having a bad day or something's going yeah. on. Oh, that's oh. Uh, too bad, douchebag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you deserve it, well, you it, piece of filth. Yeah, if they're a hey. douchebag. That's it. Yeah. I love it when, though. I well, just friended you. When somebody <laughs> has clearly stalked you and has liked a photo that has been up on the on your site for years, and then they just liked it. It's like, hmm. Oh, they've gone they? back. Because they've been going through your pictures. Yeah. yeah. Here, this is out of Wikipedia. This is a, this is actually a thing. Schadenfreude. It's considered a uh, it's pleasure derived from the misfortune of others. Oh, like Marissa laughing at babies when they fall. That's kind of yeah. like that. It's yeah. like Farfignugan. Yeah, enjoy driving. Enjoy driving. Um, huh. I can see that. I, you know, uh, listen. You don't. You don't want to. Hey, uh, sorry to hear about your head getting ripped off. It's, it's nothing as extravagant as that. No. But every once in a while, everyone likes to feel that. They feel a little bit better because someone else is doing a little worse. By the way, I have 10 of these to go through. Let me go to this anonymous caller. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, uh, 
I tell you what, I'm really just sick and tired of squirrels. That's the animal that I find. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm behind a little bit. That's, yeah, yeah, we yeah. moved on from the squirrels. Okay. conversation. <laughs> I, uh, I was actually, uh, I did that whole fake in the hand washing thing once before, and uh you got busted on it. You got busted uh, yeah. on it. Just turning the water on and not washing your hands. Somebody busted you. Yeah, my buddy was in the stall, and I didn't know it. And uh, <laughs> he walked out just as I shut the water off, and I I didn't have wet hands. Well, you know how you you know how you can beat that anonymous when you go in to, to go to use the bathroom. Wear a plumber's uniform, yeah. and they'll just think you're checking the pressure. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But he called me out on it. He was like, "This hands aren't even wet." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, why don't you mind your own beeswax?" Yeah. All right, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. All right, okay. Admit it. Admit it. Okay. If you do it, smelling your finger after you put it somewhere bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whether it's your crack, yeah. armpit, ear, belly button, between your toes, or absolutely. Kathy. Well, yeah. I mean, anything, anything bad smelling. Like if I were to, if, if my phone something was smelled disgusting on my phone, I'd be like, Nick, smell this. Right. You always, you know, no, how you gonna know saying, what smells bad? But what it's about if you're like you rooting around in your butt? Yeah, you scratch your ass. That I can't say I've done. Just to see. Oh my god, Ooh, it smells horrible. like paprika. <laughs> But, well, I need to wash. That really stinks. You know what I mean? Yeah, but not. My, I don't. I don't stick my fingers in my crack. Okay. Or Preston. How about your armpit? It really stinks. I don't want to wash. <laughs> I love it. I love it because it's me. Smelling your finger after you put it somewhere bad, you whether s- it's your crack, armpit, ear, belly button, between your toes, or wherever. What would you do the most? Because I, I will absolutely cop to this. What What do you check the most smell wise when you are using your own finger? Is it your butt? It's either oh, my butt or nuts. Really? <laughs> butter. Wait, butter, butter nuts. nuts. Butt or nuts. You put your finger there. To scratch to s- or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, all right. Okay, yeah, okay. not to do a dipstick test. Right, yeah. that's- smell. Hey, I went two knuckles. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear something really gross? Sometimes that I'll Watch try- how I can massage the back of my throat. I'm sorry to interrupt. Just to explain to Kathy, as a man with our man parts, right. yeah. occasionally they need a little air. They need a little rooting around in there. So if you reach down in, you kind of scoot things around a little bit to change it up a bit. If if I, I've noticed, like, you know, you may want to know if you need to take a shower or not. Yes. So you take a little. I got you. I got you. Smells I like see. a woman. Yeah, man, I feel like a woman. Yeah. Oh, Smell like burnt rubber girl. Oh, I'm sorry, Casey. <laughs> Let's, go, Let's girls. go, girls. I smell like a woman. What were you going to say? Right, it's not my fingers, but uh, every now and again, like, I'll drive with my phone in between my legs oh, on my seat. You and sniff if, your phone. <laughs> and if I fart, I'll smell my phone. Oh, yeah. you're sniff one the unique phone. individual. <laughs> All right. But you know what, Casey? John. Oh, my God. John, you're on the air. Good morning. Darka, darka. Darka, darka. Are you going to admit to the exact same thing? I have the phone between my legs when I'm driving, and if I fart and I think about it, I'll pick the phone up and smell it. There you go. <laughs> so you, with you it's called it, with it's a smell phone instead of a cell phone. <laughs> there you go. I'll call you on my smell phone. <laughs> oh god. Uh, when do you do you do you give? <laughs> Thank all you, right, John. Preston. All right, since we're fessing up, uh, if you're wearing pajama bottoms and uh, you uh, you have had a particularly uh, volatile night mm-hmm. of expulsion, mm-hmm. when you take them off, do you smell the back seat just to see if um, if no. it, it's become a scrapbook of your evening? No, I'll use my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't smell because I got my fingers up my nose. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't sniff my clothing. I I will. Um, you don't. You, do you check? Do you smell test underwear? 
Mm, no, I, I I have a rule on underwear. I don't wear it more than once ever. Yeah. Okay. What about your if jeans? If it's not clean, I will not wear it. Clean, nah. I mean, jeans, you know, I can go for a month on a pair of jeans before jeans, I wash Jeans those. don't get dirty. Yeah, jeans don't get dirty. <laughs> but you don't give it a smell test. You're like, wait a second. I've been wearing these for about three weeks now. Let me just. Only if I've been around like. Uh, like a campfire or something like that, where I know it's going to have a smoky or in a bar. Mm, you know, smoky, like hickory smell. When we go to Club Risque, I wash my clothes immediately because they, uh, cigarettes, uh, the cigarettes are in there. Yeah. I just submerge myself into... <laughs> Kathy gets into a bath that. like like uh, Luke Skywalker in Empire. <laughs> clothes, shoes, Kathy everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Dennis comes in and taps on the glass. Steve... <laughs> Do you, since you brought that up, do you smell uh, your, if oh, after yeah. a bottle tonight, you'll smell your... Uh... I want to know if, because a lot of times with your 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 pajama bottoms or mm-hmm. sweats or whatever you wear to bed, you'll wear them a couple of nights. Yeah. I want to know if it is now time, if it needs to jump the line mm-hmm. and go right into the, um, the uh, uh, hamper. Let me go to, I have some calls here. People want to admit a couple of things. They never tell anybody. Hi, Lady Di is on the line. Hey, uh-huh. Di, how you doing? Howdy. Hi, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up? Sorry to hear about your death, by the way. Listen, all right, here's the thing. All right, now, I just try to teach my son, like, proper etiquette, you know, the right things to do. He's a young kid, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's getting of age, teenage kid, and, and you always want him to, like, you know, you got to tell them where to wash, you know? Right, and, yes. So, like, every time he get like, before you get in the shower, after you get out of the shower, I'd say to him, like, Jim, did you, did you wash here? Did you wash there? And he's like, why do you always yes? I'm like, well, Jim, stick your finger in your belly button and, and like, smell it. And he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. So he's like, no. I was like, just, just do it. Just do it. And he didn't. He went, oh. I said, you didn't wash your belly button. I said, now get back in the shower. <laughs> and, and I don't know that I've ever knowingly washed my belly button before. I'm oh, sure I, I do. Have, I do. I, ne- I never really <laughs> think about it. Yeah, well, stick your finger inside. Lady Di, is your son's name Norman by any chance? <laughs> No, it's gross. People don't think about it. It's one of the main things you need. It's gross. I, I agree with her. Do it right now. See if your belly button stinks. It, it stinks. Smell it. Does it? Yeah, 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 it does. I never knew that until my friend. Uh, it's in it's high a sweat. It's that. a sweat yeah. trap. Yeah. But yeah, but now nothing about. Give it to Casey. Let me see if he. Yeah, we better think about. Lady Dice, I'm not going to smell your belly. And then she's sticking out. Thank you, Lady Dice. She's still going. Let me tell you how the parts of your body that stink. <laughs> uh, check out my DVD series called What's This. What about when you clip your toenails? Do you smell your fingers after that? Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. Because yeah. yes, I want because I. It's gross. No. You want to wash your hands. If you've clipped your fingers, you've now exposed you residual toes. Oh, toes. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I, it's hard to smell your. Um, you know, no, no. He uh, says after you clip your toenails, do you smell your own. No, fingers? no, no, no. Oh, wait, I do. To see if your feet stink, or oh yeah, they yeah. smell so bad. Okay, Thank I'll do you, it Nick. before wait, I shower. Does your belly button stink? It just smells like perspiration, but not like oh my god, horrible okay. body. It's like victory. Yes, I love the smell of belly buttons in the morning. If you clip your your fingernails, yeah. When I clip my fingernails, I. S- Smell because you're really? you've clipped nails and now you're exposing potential residual dirt and odor that might have been trapped under the nails. Oh. I always wash them. Anyway. Well, if sometimes you know, but I I'm I'm, I'm very hygienic. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm very go, aware of uh, smells. I'll go to more of these calls, but let me let me go through this uh, some more of this list of uh, things we do but don't admit doing. Admiring what you left behind in the toilet. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, come, come on. on. Admiring what other people left in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I've been surprised sometimes. Uh, there, just earlier this week, I left like a, you know, it was probably about a foot and a half. I'm All like, right. So anyway, people do that. Feel, it didn't feel like that. I left a number three in there not too long ago. <laughs> Every now and then there's a number. <laughs> do you, you know remember Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea? <laughs> two, man. Do you remember Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, Preston? 
Uh, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. I, I nailed the sea view. I mean, it looked exactly like it. Really? It's pretty good. <laughs> I left the number zero one time, and I took a picture of it. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you believe you're getting me- otherworldly messages through your yeah. fecal matter. <laughs> right. I never even thought about that. Oh, my God, zero. Yeah. Sometimes a letter will creep in there. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, like a fecal Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> Am I beautiful? Magic a, magic a ball. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a pretty good idea. Somebody could make a, uh, actually make a, a living off that, put a shame on Am I pretty? Yes, I am. Uh, let's see here. Here's another one. Casey, this speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Fantasizing about getting hit by a car or catching a disease. Not life-threatening, but just bad enough to get you out of work for a while. No. Well, not for out of work, but you used to fantasize about injuries and things like that. I fantasize about, like, thwarting crimes, but never really about... Yeah, didn't you, like, fake, uh, like, you had a broken arm or something oh, like that? sure. Sure, no, sure, sure. You're... I... But I think, I've broken bones since then, and it's not fun. No. I'll take this in another <laughs> level, Preston, that sometimes, um, do you ever, like on a uh, on a Ferris wheel, when you get up to the top, do you, I always think, about, think jumping. about jumping. Yeah, sure. Always do it. Tall buildings. Tall buildings. Always think about jumping. Yeah. I will look over the side. I'll get it out of the way, get that sort of... Um, a vertigo, and I, then but, and then it goes away. Bizarrely, Steve, I get either a tingling or itchy sensation in my palms. And I get feet. the same thing. Do you really? I get the same thing because it's it's. Um, I don't know why it connects that way, but I it is a tingling you sensation. Really get that? Yes, I do. Okay. I swear to God, I get That's, it. I, I thought that was a bizarre yeah. Preston anomaly. Wait, I wonder when, if anybody else... I'm sorry, I missed when it. you're when? up, say if you're at the, the Sears Tower or whatever, and you look okay, you look you. over for a f- few seconds, you get like a tingling in your extremities. Yeah, I yeah. got you. I get it in my palms. And my feet. I know. I get it in my palms. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. And anything to... happening with your crotch? Or... Uh, no, that's a different activity. <laughs> uh, but um, no, and it, and then I feel I should back away because I might actually act on uh, wanting to fly, jumping off, seeing if I'll leave. Because, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's because really I think I would love the flying part, yeah. and not be so fond of the landing Land. part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hang on. Let me go to uh, let me go to Peter. Hi, Peter. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Good. What's up, Peter? All right, so I have one that I have to admit to for the smell. <laughs> I do a um, an armpit check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do you do like, like a like superstar, like a Molly Shannon, uh, you know, with the uh, hands under the pits and, and, I mean, and smells them? It depends them? on what company I'm in. If I'm with my friends, I'll do it just to, just to gross them out. Right. And, Peter, I, it says here, and something that I always thought of when I was younger anyway, that it smells like onions. Yeah, well... It, it, it's gone through a couple terminologies with my friends when I do it. Sometimes they call it hoagies. <laughs> hoagies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, hoagie pits. I just don't understand yeah. why you have to stick your fingers under there. You could just lift your arm and sniff and smell. I think what you're looking to do is to get a little bit of the, if there's sweat residue. Well, and it, it also, Joe, you might be a little bit more uh, incognito rather than lifting your arm yeah. up above your head and turning your nose over. You can just kind of slide your hand under there. I'm Tom Broca. Uh, maybe... Wait a second. <laughs> uh, I'm stinging up a storm. Uh, and then you can uh, <laughs> slide your finger near your nose. Oh, Christ. And it looks That's like. pretty much exactly what it is. Smells like beaver. There you go. That's why. <laughs> nice beaver. Uh, all right. Thanks, man. We'll see you later. Uh, let me see here. Here's a couple more on the I'm list. I'm so upset I can't find my poop zero picture. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. That's oh, the movie I... about killing Osama bin Laden. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> zero 30 poop zero. <laughs> I believe you. You don't have to find okay. it. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How about just sketch us something? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> here, I got it. You ready? Mm, there you there go. It is. There it is. Oh, that, looks uh, like candy. that looks like a zero, Casey. Yeah. It's amazing. 
Uh, here's another one. Uh, things that we do but uh, don't admit doing. Replaying fights or arguments in your head, only this time you oh, say yeah. all those brilliant things that came to you afterwards and you always yeah. win the argument. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it uh, now. I mean, yeah. in the past couple of days, it's been yep. uh, just a joy in my life. But but the um, uh, the one thing I've learned to do now is is um, don't say a lot on the initial argument and walk away. Yeah. Let it breathe. And then start to accrue those things that you really want to say in a proper way, and it works out. But, yes, let me the, the playing it over and over. Let me take this one step further. Will you, while doing this, if you're in your car or something like that, actually say these things out loud yes. to yourself? I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with the, the proper inflection yeah. and everything. and Car and shower. Yeah. Those are the places. That, but, um, Steve, to your point, there is a. I had a meeting with Bill yesterday. Yeah. And there's a, I had to wait a couple of minutes for him. There's a, a list of things to keep in mind when in a confrontation, especially yeah. with coworkers. And um, it's some really salient advice, including what you just said. Just listen. Yep. Don't say anything or say as little as you can yeah. while, while still, still sticking up for yourself. Nick, there's in the genius, there's genius yeah. in that. And it, it's something that's taken me many years to learn because you want to, okay, I'm going to Clarence Darrow this, and I'm going to rock this, uh, this exchange. In fact, if you even need to say... Give me a day or two to ruminate on. Yes, this. yeah. I'll come back. Let me, let me, let me. Who, who can argue at that point? Because when you, when you are put under pressure on, on the spot, and especially if you're confronted, if you're broadsided, there's no way you're going to say what you want to say properly, and you're only going to exacerbate the issue. Plus, the other person just wants to be heard. Yes. I think it was me and Casey talking about this, but um, it's prior to the argument, and you go over it in your head, and then uh-huh. when you get into the actual argument, you're like, wait a minute, you weren't supposed to say that. Yeah. How am I going to respond to that? You were supposed to say this, and then I was going <laughs> to come say. back. I actually, <laughs> you're messing it up. Mm-hmm. I actually ran lines with someone I, I care a great deal about, but I did it for them. Because they were they were in a situation that was be very stressful, and they they were going to be they knew they were going to have an encounter with someone later on. So I to help them that evening role played wow the oh person gosh. they were going to encounter and gave them scenarios so they could kind of work through it. Okay, and wow. it helped. Did it help? It helped. Did, did you get a follow up on that? And, yes, and it worked for the most part. She was okay. able to say everything she wanted to say. I oh, love the uh, the Seinfeld episode where I guess somebody says to George Costanza because he's eating all the shrimp. Yeah. Hey, the ocean called and you know <laughs> yeah. running out, of, and then he. Yeah, he was so embarrassed, and then later on he was like, oh, the jerk store called, and they ran out of you. All right. Yep, it, it's always later on. But uh, it's going on to the, the talking to yourself as well thing. I talk to myself all the time. I do it. I joke to myself, Preston. I do it out loud. You joke to yourself? I, I joke to myself. I will. I mean... I, I I hear things differently. I have I I the the thing that you were playing of the schizophrenic, you know the the that's me all the time. Except that things are a lot more amusing than uh, you stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah. I you know when I do it a lot is if I'm uh, if I'm playing golf alone, which I do from time to time. Yeah. I'll go out and I'll, I'll walk up and I'm like, so, okay, 150 yards uphill. I uh, get a little bit of wind coming left to right. And I'll be saying this out loud uh-huh. to myself when I can clearly have a conversation yeah. in my head. Uh, but but some, I just, it feels I don't know. Especially a lot of times, if you are alone for good a good period of time, you you just want to hear a voice, mm-hmm. even if it's your own. It's true. I do it in the car. Uh, let me go to let's see. We have a few, uh, the smell thing resonated with people. Let me oh go, yeah. Let me go to Dave. Hey Dave, how you doing? All right. Well, this is, this is actually breaking news. You're actually the first to hear it. Okay. Um, when, when my butt crack actually itches, I actually stick my hand in between my underwear and my jeans, and I will get inside of my crevice, but then I'll smell my fingers a few times after I'm done. Like, I'll wait a minute, and I'll smell them, then I'll wait a minute, and I'll smell them until <laughs> the smell is actually gone. 
Dave is this is uh, this is a big step for you, admitting this. Yeah, so because I try to do it incognito when nobody's looking. Dave, yep. like, like, I, I think it's natural. We've we, we've all done it, my friend. Thanks, and man. and there is that's why every Tuesdays at the uh, <laughs> library I run a support group. All right, Smellers Anonymous. Thanks, Dave. Well, you know what? Speaking, to and that, we always have great uh, cakes and coffee. Let me go. Just don't touch any of it. Yeah, just don't because they're all covered with the fecal matter. Let me go I to wonder Re- why I'm grossed out by people who don't wash their hands. Let me go yeah. to Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Good morning. Oh, good morning. You guys rock. Hi. Oh, What's happening, girl. Rebecca? Just being on hold with you guys is so much fun. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say that actually uh, smelling something after you've touched it or whatever is your body's natural instinct to do that. It's like a protective mechanism to see if there's some sort of infection or something like that. Okay. So, you know what, Rebecca? It's it's funny if you as a as a dog owner and cats to to some extent, but I'll put my dog out on on the leash on the front lawn and and she just sits there and and the nose just smells and especially on a, a day where there's there's wind, she's absorbing the world around her. Mm-hmm. And you know, imagine, hey, I'm going to go out and smell a little bit. Yeah. That yeah. that's how she gets all the information. So I, I could see where it'd be a natural part of at least. In our past, it's probably something we did a lot more. They can't see yeah, TV, they, can they? Right. Well, yeah. yeah I don't know. So <laughs> they, they can't so, get it. So smelling is what yeah. they, uh, that's what they, that's their version <laughs> that's of, uh, of, television, of entertainment. Yeah. yeah. All right, Social yeah, networking. The What's, enjoyment is just a bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate do, it. Do you believe the validity to Preston that uh, your own odors are pleasant to Absolutely. you? Whereas the same yes. odor from someone else is... Yes. Disgusting. By far. And and you can even with the closest people in your life, your family members, I mean, they can some one of them can rip a fart and it's just like, oh my God, who what died and crawled up your ass? <laughs> but when you release one with as much oomph as that, oh man, that was a good one. Right. Yeah. Like you, you don't think you can make yourself gag? Like that no. is that gross? No, no, uh, no, no, no. I think there's something natural about it. There's something there's something beautiful something about the way I do it. No, I can cross myself out. Can, can you? Yeah, I'm like I got to get out of the car. <laughs> it is just me in the car. That's like that's no. like that, to me. That's like scaring yourself, yeah. right? Preston, yeah. it's like trying to scare yourself. Uh, I can make yourself sick. I'm afraid yeah. that somebody's going to magically appear in the car once I've done it. Too. Like, right. you know what, I, Nick? I go as far as you know that little button that causes the air to recirculate inside <laughs> no, the car. You I'll do hit that. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, gang, hey, I'm sending something back there for you. But it's like the Andromeda strain. Let's admit it. Do we have any fart cuppers here? Waft, waft oh. it up to your own nose, and come on. Of course, look, come on. <laughs> Sniffs his phone yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are, do the seasons change? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Here. My the king of that, my dad. Yeah, yeah. My dad made it. Uh, it was almost like it was almost like Tai Chi. The way swirling hands and coming up, and a, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Here's another. And, one. But see, and if you're not admitting it, you need to admit it because. A, a tremendous amount of you do this stuff, and it's 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 sort of um, it's a relief, right, Preston, to admit it's, it. I agree. I agree. It's uh, cathartic. Here are a couple of more of these. Um, picturing these are things that uh, people some people do and uh, don't admit it. I was intrigued about the the injuries. Uh, that 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 seems kind of bizarre. Picturing a couple having sex when you find out they're pregnant. Yep. I don't really do no. that. No, um, no, 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 no. Never, I don't think I've ever done that. Casey does okay. That's a lot. other people do. It's sure, fun, but I, I never really think about that. We just had uh, somebody in studio, and and I shook her hand. And after I shook her hand, I thought about all the people that she'd had sex with, because it was a person who has a lot of sex oh. for a living. Do you smell your fingers? <laughs> but I think that's natural. She's an adult film star, right? You, but you my know, mind yeah. reverts to sex on a lot of things like that. Well, yeah. I and mean, she's a <laughs> if she came in and and she was a uh, a renowned architect, right? right. Uh, let me go to Sean. I don't know here. How many people she's had sex with? Hi, Sean. Good morning. 
Hey, guys, I'm drawing a blank real quick. See if you can help me out real, real quick first. Uh, the big yellow gun. Oh, and everybody. <laughs> you don't even need that bag. Telegraph that one. Hey, the more, the more and more I listen to this, the more and more I realize I, I am a disgusting human being. All right. Um, first off, I like to take both my fingers and go behind my ear and smell that. It smells so bad, but yet it smells so good you can't stop smelling it. Sean, also, ear, really? go ahead. What's your second one? And also, when you clip your toenails and you got that big toenail, it just looks nasty, and you stick it right under your nose and you smell it and you just keep smelling it. No, you it. do that. Oh, well, you know what, though? Sean, snipping it. Casey's in your camp. Does it, does it make you feel a little less repulsive to know that there are other people who do this as well? Well, Casey's a dirty boy like me, so it makes me <laughs> There feel you happy. go. All right on, All right. brother. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. No, because I clipped my toenails last night and my fingers smelled like dirty toenails. But I wanted to, and then so I got in the shower afterwards and I scrubbed my feet, which really doesn't do much. Let me ask you, what's a more pleasant smell? Post shower, clean. You've cleaned with a you know clean towel, and and everything's good. Is that a better smell than the your favorite negative smells from your body? In other words, <laughs> does the best gas you can generate does it beat a super clean like a like freshly tal- talcum powdered? Body or it, with a woman, a clean body with uh, with um, uh, you know a nice uh, attractive shampoo. What what wins? I'm, while he's thinking about that, I'm going to throw out a theory here. Okay, as to why your own gas might be acceptable, <laughs> acceptable or in sometimes pleasurable to smell. I think if especially if it's a, if it's a particularly rank one, generally that comes with kind of a, a a warm sensation and your body is getting rid of that and and there's a little discomfort and once you get rid of that you feel better, you know what I mean? And maybe you you, you equate that scent with with relief. Interesting theory. You Let me I mean? throw this out. Okay. From many, many, many years in our past, in our evolution, was there a time at which we marked, te- marked territory or, or, or um, you know, uh, fight or flight, where where those where our smell indicated to us that we were home or that we were within our area? Where I don't know if, uh. if man in his most in his earliest days probably. So is it possible that our own smell? Is reassuring to us. I don't know, but it's it's weird because, like, all right, I love the smell of my own farts. However, uh, there is great shame when somebody else smells that. Do you know what I'm or saying? Or when someone insults your dojo. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's great shame and humor at the same time, depending on who the person is. Right. Yes. If you don't know them, there's great shame in it. If you know them, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because there was always this laugh that we equated with, uh, you know, if you farted in the car and didn't want to say anything and just wanted to, uh, yeah, wanted to let it come out naturally, and the laugh was always the farter would be like, <laughs> Preston, like that. It wasn't a, a ha ha ha. It was a. <laughs> I've told you the killer story. I mean, this is not farting. It's it's far more involved. My brother was a limo driver. And uh, had a full complement of people in a limo for a yeah. wedding, yeah. and he had a phase six attack. Oh, no. Had to and, go. And no, he, nothing there was nothing to stop it, and it was cold. The heater was running. The seats were heated, <laughs> and the, the thing just had to be horrible. But yeah, I mean, at that point, I guess that's that transcends everything else. And uh, he, even he was gagging at his own. 
I'm wondering essence. if uh, John O'Hurley has arrived yet, and if he's sitting here listening to this conversation. <sighs> and uh, turn it I, down I think he would appreciate the investigative journalism okay. we're conducting here. Uh, th- then I'll just go to one more, uh, which is, uh, and this one I think everybody does, changing a story just a little bit as you tell it to make it better, meaning to make it, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they always, I've, I've heard, you know, don't let the truth get in the way of uh, telling a good story. Never let the facts get in the way of a good story. Do you know what I yeah. find? I find my ability, and this is this goes to a, a TED um, uh, lecture that I was uh, that I watched about our ability to remember stories accurately. What's a TED lecture? You know, they, they, they they have them all the time. You've seen like the the video of the guy who showed how uh, an octopus can adapt to its environment. Okay. It's, it's just from a, a collection of people who gather together and discuss everything from from pop culture to sociology. It's it's a big sort of learning forum. Okay. It's, and it's fascinating. Capital T, capital E, capital D. Okay. And and so uh, and they were saying our ability to remember our even our most immediate past and relay stories is a lot less accurate than we think in general. Uh-huh. So uh so I find a lot of times I forget you know Facts in a story that I've repeated sure. many times. Yeah. And and over time, the facts that you've kind of slightly fudged a little bit become Become reality. Yeah. Yes. And my friends and I always say that cursing makes it better. Like it does. makes the story better. It just adds something that you're like. It, it really depends. spiced up the Gettysburg address. <laughs> right, it right. did. If if you add them in the right way, I yeah. think, you know. Um four score and yeah. seven F and years yeah. ago today. <laughs> am I right? Yeah. I mean, seriously, am I right? Thanks for coming. Yeah. Uh, hang on. There was one more call I was going to go to. I mean, who talks that way? You were going to go to Bill, Preston? N- wait, Bill. No, no, I'm not going to Bill. <laughs> it's, uh, his girlfriend tasted herself, and we don't need to hear about that. Let me go to Butch. Herself is a new uh, flavor from Bassett. Mm-hmm. Hey, Butch, how you doing? You, yeah, what's up, fellas? Leg listener, first time. Hey, oh, hey, what's up, Butch? Hey, it's coming on board. What's up, bud? Hey, nothing. Um, y'all was talking about the um, smelling yourself thing. Yeah. Ah, man, I got this thing. I work at a body shop, so in the summertime, we don't got no air conditioning, and it get really hot. Yes. And what I do is to check to see how hard I've been working. Yeah. You know the area between your your balls and your thighs? <laughs> yes. Your, your yes. My ball cleavage. You're already my favorite black listener. <laughs> <laughs> what I do is, I, you know, I'll, I'll stick my hand down there and, yeah. you know, give myself a little whiff. But what I can tell is... The longer it stays on my finger is how hard I can tell my finger. <laughs> oh my God. He's, he's, Butch is speaking the truth. Oh, God almighty. So, and the crazy thing is one time my wife, almost, my wife caught me smelling my finger, but she didn't actually catch the actual swipe. She's like, what you doing? I was like, um, no, we had garlic bread earlier. <laughs> Dude, if you were to actually apply, apply garlic bread under your nutsack, you'd take care of two hey, smells. Butch, That's what? Right. What do you What's think up? the longest is that the smell has stayed on your finger? Um, I mean, do you like check back every ten minutes or what? Um, per- periodically, it's periodically. The worst it was, it was one of the hundred degree days because it may be a hundred degrees outside, but it may be like one ten in the shop. Sure. Um, I think I did my swipe like around two o'clock. <laughs> I got off at six. I got home. It was still on my face. <laughs> my you are a hardworking man. Now, wow. body shot. Oh yeah, that's... I gotta give. I gotta give Butch a T-shirt. Yeah, Hang yeah. on, just a second, Butch. We're gonna give you the Kelly Green Press and Steve Sharp. That's right? What's up? Thanks, you know, y'all. All right, buddy. Thanks. Uh, lest we forget that this is this is a president talking. <laughs> Listen to this. Let's see if you can't believe me about it. An inch from the, where the zipper uh, ends, round uh, under my back of my bunghole. That's Lyndon that's Baines Johnson. Johnson. 
people LBJ, are, President of the United States. People are disgusting. Yeah, yeah, we are. As a, as a as a human race, there are things that we do. Uh, in our in our solitude, that are yes. considered really gross, I'm sure, but some of it is just human nature. Anyhow, uh, but we thought it might be kind of cathartic for some of you to admit these things for the first time, and sure enough, you have. And smell away, friends. Yeah. On, that seems to be the most popular one. Smelling your fingers. It's clearly it. Yeah, the winner. Love MMR. Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at wmmr.com. Snazzy. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. And the Bizarre Files brought to you by Duncan. Fuel your day with a freshly brewed iced coffee from Duncan. Duncan iced coffee is made just for you any way you like it. Stop by Duncan today. America runs on Duncan. Well, a North Fort Myers, Florida man was arrested after a deputy said that she witnessed him drop his pants at a busy intersection and begin dancing. Uh, the incident unfolded was he directing traffic on Monday morning when a deputy observed three people walking in the crosswalk with bicycles. The deputy said one person in the group later identified as Clayton Corneliston had stopped in the middle of the crosswalk, set his bicycle down and pulled down his shorts shortly after the man proceeded to. And this is in her report shake his penis by moving his hips in a circular motion wow. and proceeded to dance in the middle of the intersection with his pants around his ankles in the direction of oncoming traffic. Uh, the man then noticed the deputy watching him and pulled his pants up and continued walking. Uh, the deputy made contact with the group and learned that they had just left a nearby pub. The deputy then confronted Corneliuson about his alleged actions. He told her he was not wearing a belt and his pants had fallen down. It sounds as if he was doing helicopters, Preston. That's exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, he said that it was an accident and he was just simply trying to pick no. up his pants. There are no accidental helicopters. Uh, he was then taken into custody and transported to the county jail. He is charged with indecent exposure. A Seattle black lab has become a familiar sighting to bus drivers and passengers who have become accustomed to the two-year-old dog named Eclipse taking solo trips to the park via public transportation. It's adorable. Eclipse's owner, Jeff Young, said that he and his furry friend take the bus several times a week to the dog's park, uh, but or to the dog park, but you will, but um, uh, she will leave without him if he if she gets impatient. So the dog will just take off if she's tired of waiting. Yeah. Young said, we get separated, she gets on the bus without me, and I catch up with her at the dog park. <laughs> it's not hard to get on. She gets on in front of her house, and uh, she gets off at the dog park three or four stops later. Absolutely. So the dog knows when to get off the bus. And they have footage of the dog getting on the bus, sitting down. The other people on the bus are petting the dog. The dog gets off at the dog park and is just handling everything itself. I love it. Uh, Nicholas Stewart was arrested after being caught selling fake bottles of Jack Daniels whiskey and Smirnoff vodka to tourists for $15 at a slot machine complex in Blackpool, England. A lab analysis of the bottles showed that they contained no alcohol, but according to Blackpool Council Prosecutor Victoria Cartmel, they were laced with urine and feces. Why? Probably to give the so-called whiskey color. Uh, they were, There's nothing else that could have generated the color seriously. outside the world of like feces? Like maybe tea? Yeah. You know, you could just put tea in there or something like that. Or feces. Uh, <laughs> and 
Probably they were uh, totally un- unsuitable for public cons- uh, consumption. They said uh, they were hazardous and contained dangerous E. coli bacteria. Mm, that's uh, good feces. Stewart pleaded guilty to fraud. That's but top shelf feces. Will allegedly serve no jail time. Authorities are reportedly seeking a criminal antisocial behavior that would prevent Stewart from selling anything in Blackpool again. It's that time of the evening. I like a tall glass of feces. <laughs> Uh, a British cafe has started a challenge for customers to finish an 8,000-calorie breakfast. The meal, named the Monster Mega Breakfast at the Corner Cafe in Portishead, England. All right, what's in this thing? Includes six slices of bacon, six sausages, six fried eggs, two three-egg omelets, four portions of mushrooms, six slices of black pudding, four servings of fried potatoes, six hash browns, one bowl of fries, four onion rings, four slices of toast, two pieces of fried bread, half a grilled tomato, two portions of beans, and two portions of tomatoes. 8,000 calories. Mm-hmm. On the average, how many calories a day would you say you eat? Uh, 1,800 probably, yeah, something like that. 2,000, same, same with me. Yeah. 8,000 in one meal. They recommend a 2,000 to 2,400 calories per day. Uh, workers said five people have tried it, but none have been able to finish within the allotted hour to what, finish it. What was that place in Vegas where they with the burger that was actually killing people? It was the heart attack burger. The heart attack burger. Yeah, yeah I think or it might have been the heart attack grill. Yeah. Right. And the burger was called like the the coronary yeah, or something yeah, yeah. ridiculous like that. Yeah, yeah. And you had a story of like two or three people that died. Died. Eating it. Yeah. Actually eating it. Yes. Uh, this is interesting. An Alabama middle school principal would like to stockpile cans of food in classrooms so that students can hurl them as weapons at a school intruder. Ah, how about hiring a security guard? W.F. Burns Middle School Principal Priscilla Holy wrote a letter to parents asking them to have each student bring an eight-ounce canned item to school. Uh-huh. And she wrote, "We really, uh, at first, we realize at first this may seem odd. However, it is practi- a practice that would uh, catch an intruder off guard. The canned food item could stun the intruder or even knock him out until police arrive." Uh, the canned food item will give the students a sense of empowerment to protect themselves and will make them feel secure in case an intruder enters the classroom. Why don't get, why not give the students desk costumes so that when the intruder comes in, it just looks like the room's full of empty desks? Now, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. But, I mean, that would that would work. It I mean, certainly it, would. It, it could work. It could also work if they all got pissed off at one of their students and, and tried them. to bash their heads in with <laughs> it, too. It's not like cans are even that expensive. I don't know why the teacher had to ask for the, the parents to... You know, well, they want the whole school to do it. Well, the can can sales going on right now at uh, Shop Shoprite. Right, so, Cha- da- 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 can can festival, can can I'm I'm totally out of the loop. You never heard that, that commercial? See that commercial? No. The can can dancers. Oh my god, it's been around since the '70s. Yeah. In yeah. fact, my cousin buys all of his canned goods during the can can for the year. Does he buy them for defensive purposes or no. to eat the food? Just to eat. Okay. What, are they on sale or something? Yeah, it's like the best. You know it. I know the so- I know oh. the song. Yeah. I don't know the can can version at ShopRite. They got the dancing cartoon ladies. And yeah. They're at the moon. I know what can can dancers yeah. are. Yes. With the skirt and all that. These are cans with skirts. Dancing. I'm not from. I saw no, it. girls with it. Yeah, it's girls. It. I think yeah. they got one can dancing. They hired. I think been, she's on a can. It's been going on since the seventies. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old campaign, and they still do it. Yeah, there this is an updated no, version. An updated. Is that it was... going on now? Yeah. Oh, right now, man. Can 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 can
Where does where do these commercials run on TV? Shop right, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Back to the bizarre file. Uh, two Washington men were questioned by police officer when he spotted them carrying large black garbage bags over their shoulders. The officer found that the bags contained frozen lamb chops. Mm. Uh, the men claimed a woman gave them the food because she was moving, but when deputies contacted the woman, she denied the story. Uh, the deputies followed footprints that the man left in the snow to another home that had been broken into where the resident said lamb chops had been taken from lamb the chop man. freezer. And uh, the men were taken to jail on burglary and theft charges. Okay. Wow, they hired a French person. Yeah. Mm. You can tell by his accent. Now we're gonna send an invoice over to ShopRite for yeah, the thirty yeah, second commercial. <laughs> Casey gets the uh the hell is this? Gets the commission on that. All right, anyhow, that's what I have in the bizarre Check it out. for you. Dancing cans, people. Dancing cans. 1983. Oh, All right, he found that was the... a good year. Attention campers. With so many rock shows coming to BB&T Pavilion in August, MMR figures we'll just pitch our tent and stay the whole month. Nine killer rock concerts creates the opportunity for MMR's first rock residency. Breaking Benjamin. Santana. MMR's got complete concert coverage and lots of chances to win your way in. For a complete rundown on MMR's rock residency in August and a chance at exclusive prizes and backstage experiences, check WMMR.com. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. What's up, Steve? Well, Beyonce AZ announcing that they're moving to L.A. and are already scouting out potential homes. Right now, the couple is reportedly going after a two-bedroom walk-up right over a laundromat. So, looks very good. Kim Kardashian is naked again, appearing in a full-frontal nude shot for Love magazine. Kim tells the magazine, quote, one day when I'm old and gray, I'll be able to show my children these pictures and say, look, your old mom used to be a real slut. Chris <laughs> Bieber. And finally, Chris, Chris Jenner reportedly flipped out when Bruce Jenner told her he wanted to have a sex change. Said Chris, quote, when your man tells you he wants vag, you never think it's because he wants to wear one. Right. <laughs> And that's your Hollywood trash. Uh, can we cover the? Well, I, first let me let me start by reading with this a song survey. Let me begin by a little soft. <laughs> Won't you come home, Bill Bailey? Won't you come home? Uh, no, a British survey from whiskers.co.uk, which is out of obviously the United Kingdom, uh, finds that ninety-five percent of cat owners count their cats as a family member. Uh, 64% of cat owners surveyed said that uh, they form opinions of other people based on how they react to their cat. And 1 in 10 say that they would rather cuddle with their cat than with their partner. Uh, and I, I bring this up about the, mainly the, the, the family thing. is because, unfortunately, Kathy lost her insane cat. He yep. died. Uh, poor thing. That's the one that you've heard many times on our show. Yep. Whoa! Yes. He's going to... 
Buddy, he's going to live on forever, Kathy. Yeah, yeah. With, I'm glad we. Ha- I am actually yeah. very glad that we have those audio clips. Yeah, he died on Saturday. Um, and you, you mentioned about cuddling with the cat instead of your spouse. That's basically what I was doing. I knew he wasn't doing well, and I thought, I'm not going up to bed. I'm going to lay down here with him. And I slept on the couch with him, and he woke me up at about quarter to two on Saturday night. And I was there when he took his last breath. He woke you up, and then he then he passed away. Well, he was making noises. He okay. he was going. It was you know he oh, he was leaving, and man. yeah, and I woke up and uh, I you know just made sure he was comfortable. I held him, and that was it. I was oh. talking to you on Saturday afternoon. I was driving back from the Poconos, and you were telling me about some of the ordeal of last week and the amount of time and money that you spent at the vet. And I could tell that you were just having a lot of conflict as to what to do and what to do next. And and it's been a, a difficult road lately. Yeah, um, because you know why? Because it was he was sick. He was getting sick, and I and I knew that. So it was like, what what do you do? Do you try to help them do you get, you know because we ended up going to the vet and he was very dehydrated we shared the same, so the they, same vet yeah, yeah they gave, specialized uh, in cats who by the way i have to say um dr blaine connor at chestnut hill cat clinic has been amazing over the past couple of years especially the last couple of weeks he's really helped me he's talked me through it he deals uh, with all, all oh seven of our cats yeah he, he's an amazing guy so thank you very much to him and and also to my husband who spent three hours on sunday uh digging a grave for my poor buddy <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You you went with the the, the, the burial in, in the backyard. We did. Yeah, we, we've done the cremation for the past couple, and we have so little little plaques and everything. And and either you get it or you don't. And I understand people like they're just you know cats. But but uh, I I agree with the survey. They they are family members. Oh yeah, there was another. There was... You you as well, Press. I remember oh. when your cat was going through the radiation therapy oh, it was and horrible. You bend over backwards yeah. to try to take care of him. I was reading a, a story somebody had written. It might have been in Huffington Post, but I'm not sure. But a guy who. Uh, uh, over the years, had uh, you know uh, seen friends and so forth that had lost uh, you know pets and yeah. and seen people take it hard and and had his own cat and and he was always had wondered well why how how come it's it's that big of a deal and then his cat passed away and then he realized on his own how it you know you turn into a blubbering idiot it's a family member that passes away especially if you've had one as long as Kathy you had that cat for fifteen years 15 I had years. mine for seventeen years wow uh, you know they're a member of the family and. It's it's not easy. It's very very difficult. Yeah, Doctor Connor said he's like he's been with you longer than your husband, right? And, uh, and he had he was yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, same with my cat Bumper. He was with me before I ever met my wife. Yeah. Um, and uh, here's the question, though. And and I had always and and obviously I, I knew that you were attached to the cat, but I didn't know how closely because um, you, you never gave the cat a name, right? I well, and, and that's funny because we did we buried him, and we're going to get like just because he's right near uh, our garden, so I'm going to get like a little rock just to you know yeah. remember him and put that there. And a lot of them come personalized, and I I didn't want to get a personalized one because I never. I never really named him. His his name ended up being Buddy because he was my buddy, and that's what I would always call him. I'd be, What's wrong, Buddy? You, you hungry, Buddy? Right, the buddy but it, was his name. But but it was more of me calling him my little buddy. Right. That wasn't. Yeah. But I mean, for because he for years <laughs> he was he was Kathy's cat. He was the black cat. The black one. Yeah. In college, they called him Mister Nozel, who was my friend's dad. Like people just had <laughs> different names Mr. for him. Mister Nozel. Yeah. He, you know who Mister Mister Nozel is? Um, my friend Amy's dad, who Amy is uh, just lagging Oh, really? Yeah, so Uh, she named him that, and yeah, it was, it just kind of was, uh, we've done that our entire lives. My brother's cat was Jimmy's cat, and Christopher's cat was... Your cat was (laughs) nuts, man. Your your cat was crazy. He was crazy. That's him yelling at himself in the mirror. He used to see his reflection in a mirror, and, and I mean, he was alive for 10 years before he 
started Ten doing that. Years, yeah. Man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and he would look at himself all of a sudden one day he he spotted himself in the mirror and started to attack and then mm-hmm. it turned into anything that he could see his reflection in, he would go after. Go nuts. Yeah. But you guys are the only ones I've ever met or have ever heard of who don't name their pets. No, I don't know what no, I mean, know. People, there might be people listening who have never who have had a pet for a long long time and have never bothered to give it a name. Give us a call, let us know if that's the case. Our neighbors what? did. Our neighbors would not name their they, you know, they were they had uh I don't even know what Not dogs, dogs the do- because the, the, you can't do that with a dog. Well, Casey, yeah. you know what the it dog, was? The dog didn't have a name, Casey. You know, so, sometimes you can. You know what it was? I hate it, those people. It was, Casey, it was that we could never <laughs> agree on anything. Yeah. yeah. That, that's where it stemmed from. So yeah. it was, that's, he got like a bunch of different names and then it ended, nobody really knew what his name was, so it would be Jimmy's cat or I think whatever. I told you, my, my friend uh, Gary had a cat, he and his uh, roommate did, and, and uh, they just called it Brer. Because that's the sound it would make when it meant Brer with a B in the beginning. Brer. Say, hey, Brer, come here. Literally, that's what they named the cat. I, I forget that. the names. I, like, I have to think of, because I have seven. Yeah. You know, we've we fluctuated then with, with foster cats and stuff like that, or cats that are, we take care of in a feral colony in, in the neighborhood. It's like, I could see where people would just default to, I'm just going to call it a cat. Yeah. Case, I anything, any pet, no, a, a fish. If I had fish, each one of them had a name. Yeah, yeah. I would give we them a name. Birds, I just fish, felt, yeah, all of them. Yeah. I don't know why. I just always felt you had to instead of saying that one, I always had to say, give it a name. Yeah, and you go curly. You go through, whatever, yeah. You know, yeah. plus it's fun. Like it, it is. Yeah. yeah, for for a kid, for a child, it's something that they're going to have to hear from their their friends and their older brothers or sisters or whatever for the rest of their lives. With a cat or a dog or a lizard or a bird or whatever, you can have some fun with it, and nobody cares. Yeah, we're in the process of looking for a dog. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Awesome. I Does think... your wife know that? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, fact, in fact, I've had sort of acquiesced because I, you know, I was going to pick the breed and everything because I was thinking Labrador or German Shepherd, but my wife doesn't want to deal with the shedding, so okay. I think we're going to go with a Labradoodle. Nice. Um, but I, I had no idea how hard it is to get one. Are they, uh, and they're very expensive. Yeah, they're expensive as well. Well, the best thing, but... if you can, rescue it. There's so many dogs that I'm, are... I'm going to go to a reputable breeder. I don't want to be uh, strong-armed into rescuing anything. Yeah. It's, it's what I you want. You want a specific kind of breed, and that's mm-hmm. that's totally fine, too. Yeah. I agree. By the way, going back to the name thing, when we were kids, we had... Uh, uh, hamsters, and uh, we named them after my uncles, my twin uncles, Tony and Curtis. <laughs> and uh, one day, our cat Taffy got in. Oh no! Ate them, you know, just killed them. Ugh. And my sister, my oh, sister's man. crying. My dad comes home from work. She's like, Taffy killed Tony and Curtis. <laughs> and it was just, you know, it was funny hearing the names of my uncle come out as the cat killed our uncles. Um, well, just on, on, a, on another thing, case besides being the, the strong-armed, if you actually do check, yeah, uh, so a lot of times breeds that you're looking for will be yeah. a, a, people just think, okay, it's I'm not going to find the breed I'm looking for. You can find breeds you're looking for, and there are search services that will locate. Oh, breeds. I've been all over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been all over the. Um... Uh, uh, rescuing Labradoodles, Labradors, German Shepherds, and yeah. all of them. And then I've been also been to like breeders as well. That's so. exciting, though. You've want, we wanted to get you a dog once for Christmas, and we asked your wife, and she was like, "No." <laughs> that was it. Really? Yeah. Oh, this was years ago. Sweet. Years ago. We, we I called and asked her. She said no. But that's exciting that you're getting a dog. Yeah. Let me go to uh, Dana. Hi, Dana. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's happening, Dana? Nothing. I'm listening to your conversation on the way to work, and yeah, we just named our cat Cat, so I totally get it, Kathy. <laughs> but ours stemmed from, we saw a Garfield comic strip once, you know, in the newspaper, and in it, John goes to a friend's house, and he's got four cats, and he goes, well, what's the cat's name? Cat, 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 cat. Well, why don't you name your cats? Well, what's the point? They don't come when you call it anyway. 
Disagree. They call. So, they come. That's what yeah. we got. You know. You know what? I, it's it's weird, and people say that my cats, my cats do come. Uh, and you're when, lucky when, then. Yeah. When I when I get when I walk through the door, it's like Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> they all come. They but, all come to greet Steve, you. If you have them congregating around, you can call out one, and the one will come over, and the others will stay. Some of them. You yeah. Know, a, a lot of times for, for Mia, uh, Mia will come when I call her. I do a thing. Where, I know it sounds pathetic. I go. <laughs> I'll go, you are so beautiful. And she her she locks on me. She knows a, it's for and her. She, yeah, and she knows it's for her. She's like, you got me. And she, she <laughs> I understand, Mia. I understand. And she comes running over to me. I love the uh the far side cartoon where it's the human is speaking and, and having a full on conversation yeah. with the animal oh. and, and then they burn the rest of it. Huh. And they they In front of a school. Yes. Terrible. <laughs> 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 Some of them they bury intact. Some of them they, like, uh, we went to Seattle Slews. There's a burning and, horse in the parking lot. And, uh, and Secretariat, they're whole. But they, they... Otherwise, if you, if you don't win much, then they just they just chuck your whole body. Right. Yeah. Just, just burn it. Right, that's that's when the hand grenades come out. That's when the hand grenades come out. Smack it on the ass. You don't win another race, you're looking at a hand grenade. All right, well, anyway. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, very sorry to hear about your cat. Thank you. Kathy. That's yep. sad news. It's not easy for anybody. No, it's not. And you know what? It's much harder than I thought it would be. This is actually the first animal that I've, you know, that's died and I've, I've had to bury. Uh, so it, it was harder than I thought it would be, but he was 15. Yeah. He, he lived a good long life. Yeah. So. yeah and absolutely you were a, did. a good owner and, and, and you, you did all the right stuff. And. So. How many cats have been featured on America's Funniest Home Videos? <laughs> so I had that going. Whoa! There he was. And he's immortalized. It's, it's awesome. We'll always have that, that yell, yeah. Yep. And name your next cat. Okay. You have a, or, or whatever your pet may be. Okay. The President Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.